Oh crap, hang on. It's doing the thing. No, now it's fixed. So, everybody. Sometimes the button doesn't work on the stream deck, so I have to force the issue. No, they did a stream deck update today. They did. Oh, yeah. they did one like a couple days ago. Now you can uh, add pages to it. Yeah, I ha I did that. That it's actually yeah. super good and useful. Like I have oh, the yeah. pages because like I have like the light page, so I can go mm -hmm. from like I can go from like regular regular average streamer to super Chad streamer in two seconds yeah. by having background lights and stuff and nice. key lights, <laughs> the mood lighting as it were. But yeah, soundboards. Well, yeah, soundboards, what other stuff? What stuff? You got games there, you can just go boop, boop, and it'll just bring the game up. I can also do this. Okay, bye. Have a great time. <laughs> well, I mean, that's almost accurate for today because today we know this day as the EGX show that is not the EGX show. <laughs> uh, we call this EGY. <laughs> EGZ. <laughs> because, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, we were planning to have the guests on today, but for various reasons, <laughs> all but one of them is definitely not going to be here, and the other one may turn up during the show for a little bit. <laughs> so, what, and you know how I feel about turnips. <laughs> <laughs> so so what we're telling you folks it's a typical tig whoopies podcast yep <laughs> Throw it together at the last minute figuring it out on the fly and just making use of technical stuff i don't know if things will work <laughs> we'll just we'll just wing it because we Slap get the cheese and pray because <laughs> we get the um what that was today oh shit i didn't really remember it, it that. just works <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so, ironically <laughs> The person that is a maybe is actually just is on their way. So yeah, so uh, so you mean we we'll have them in the studio soon? I know it's difficult <laughs> to get to the studio. <laughs> yeah, especially Lord, because we're on a floating my wing's island gone. again. My wings gone, Lord. <laughs> it did. Oh, indeed. <laughs> I was always yeah. Hello, greetings. Hello, how are you doing? Hello. Good. Hi. Hi. It's going well, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm like I double booked myself. What an idiot! Ugh. Nah, uh, it's fine. It's, it's fine. So, which is why I've got to bugger off um, after about. I'll probably push it to about thirty minutes if I'm. If I'm, if I'm I was going to ask. Else. <laughs> I was going to ask. So why'd they blow you off? <laughs> 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 wow! I'll be going there. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be here if that was the case. <laughs> uh, no, I was waiting for, I was waiting for a grocery delivery, but it's one of those things of we'll turn up between two and three, and you're like, I don't, don't know when it's gonna come, and then, and then I had to spend about 20, 30 minutes unpacking it, so that was fun. Um, mm. And then, uh, yeah, I've got shit to do this evening. <laughs> Actually, I don't have a drink. What? That's very remiss. <laughs> Oh, oh, I need to make that up right now. It's very remiss. <laughs> so, so a glass or anything. Go on. Oh, so I was just going to ask how you were, and we were just going to, you know, get straight into the EGX talk for yourself. Um, oh, right, yeah, cool. Because the the other people were the same similar way of. Oh wait, was that today? 
<laughs> so basically, everybody did what I did and went, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm <laughs> sorry. Our completely ignored us. Oh, no. So it shows how great we must be. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, we're all we're all got like post con, like you know, knackeredness, and oh, I certainly have. My God, I'm shattered. Um, and yes, we are holding it against every single one of you. <laughs> yes. You can't me. I'm here, motherfucker. I know. Yeah, you're the best. You're fucking up. You got you're amazing. I'm off. <laughs> everybody, everybody's sitting there on their phones. And listen, they look, they all get a message. Tig Whippies will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Very good. I like it. Oh, Very good. Brilliant. Very good. <laughs> that's my one one of the vote. That's my one joke of the day, everybody. I've been James Atkinson. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tip your weights. We covered everything we needed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are set. We're good. <laughs> so yeah. So um, EGX, how was it compared to two years ago? That <laughs> well, obviously hugely reduced in size i mean for one thing they had a very short amount of time to get things set up because uh, i presume they were you know kind of the uk rules from july got kind of changed so then they had to make a split second not split second but a very quick decision of are we going to put it on and if so who can we get to turn up so then they had to so they had to arrange things in a very short space of time. So there were no AAA things there really. Um, like there was an, an over eighteen zone which had back for blood that kind of thing there, but it's obviously all stuff that's either out or imminently out. Um, uh, they had kind of a retro zone and um, oh God, I'm trying to think now. But basically, it, it just massively, massively reduced in size, which was good for obviously the, the fact of things had to be spaced out because of COVID. So, um, in terms of what they were able to pull together in a short space of time, and the fact that everything had to be greatly reduced, I think it was not it was not bad. I know a lot of people have been like, "Oh, I managed to get around the entire thing in, in an hour or something." So, I'm pissed off. It's like, well. It's horses for courses. I didn't do it. I managed to get everything done, and I was there the entire time. <laughs> so, because um, um, from what I saw, and this was the first one in about eleven years, I didn't go to. Yeah, um, yeah. Purely because of the potential crowd size. Yes, of course. Was, again, to me, to me, with my health and my um, yeah, it was kind of like yeah, don't want to risk that. Yeah, and you do. You did right as well because it was so insanely hot in there that I'd planned to wear a mask. I'd like had a fresh mask for every day, yeah. and I didn't end up wearing them because it was just too hot. I couldn't breathe. It was, um, it was just, just like sweat pouring down my face the entire time. It was ugh. It was oh, super geez, grim. That would, yeah, I would have been a so, sweat. So, yeah. Yep. So even the people who were like staunch mask kind of people, like me, yeah. even even we were taking our mask. We're just like, I, I just can't, I just can't, I can't, I can't cope with it. So everybody ended up taking their masks off. Everybody. There was like hardly anyone wearing a mask in there. Because did they actually do the um do the tests uh, for people when they were coming through? Because I heard at least one entrance on the Thursday wasn't. They were just going, yeah, coming through. If unless you got a bag, fit the bag. Uh, mm, I don't, I don't know. So 
I've obviously I'm double vaxxed, so I just had to go in one entrance and flash my um uh what's it called jab card (laughs) my my pass that said that I was double vaxxed yes and all I did was check it and go yep you're fine they didn't scan it or anything they just checked to see that it was real and viable and that was it and then I got in and then I'd go through the bag check um some days because I'm a super pass holder I didn't always um depending on what time I went I didn't always need to go through the bag thing I just sort of went through the security dudes and just said do you check anything okay cool and it was fine um so I don't I don't honestly know about the um the tests and everything uh I I can't speak to that at all because from the sound of it, um, there was mm. a, a, a lady there, uh, Laura Kate Dale, who, mm. um, and basically she was saying it was a case of, well, they, they didn't really do it. And it was that was one of the reasons why they were a little bit anxious of going, was following that oh. protocol. Um, oh, right. But yeah, I mean, I can understand, you know, the anxious. Yeah, 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 absolutely. As someone who is kind of um, at higher risk myself, mm-hmm. um that i did not know that so that's quite that's quite worrying it is that's just a wee bit worrying because um, i i was down in london a couple of weeks before um uh-huh. uh visiting friends and uh-huh. it took the trace and track app eight yeah. days to ping me to say i was near someone who had covid good god <laughs> so it's like you, you look at it and you think how would you, how many places could i have been in those eight days and they yeah, yeah. And how many people have I been near? Yeah, both since then and at the time. Oh my god! So it's just crazy. I mean, luckily, I when I, I did a, a lateral flow test at home. Yeah, because I I, I had the f- makings of a cold anyway. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? Yeah, okay. This this probably is a cold. It's not COVID. Don't worry about it. Yeah. When yeah, yeah. It up, it's like you take the test and go, oh, oh okay. But it was negative. I was fine. Nothing's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a relief. Um, um, so would you say EGX was mainly floor and less show this year? Was mainly what, sorry? Or floor and less show rather than show floor. Oh, more floor. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, at the live stages, there was only um, uh, Eurogamer and Dicebreaker doing um, live um wow shows and uh with a couple of appearances i think from oxbox at some point there was the oxbox um extra mm. what i mean the uh oh, the D D D stuff after hours yeah um i didn't go to those um but apparently from i know from people who did go they were greatly reduced in number as well there was uh very few people in there or comparatively compared to the last time i went which was rammed um uh yeah it was just it was very very sparse but understandably so and yeah even then there were still cues <laughs> and it depended on the day so like obviously thursday and sunday were a lot quieter friday and saturday were really really busy in comparison um there were a lot of people there but there were still cues for things so speaking of things what what did you try did you manage to try any of the uh indie stuff while i was there did you make Unfortunately, out of all the people that could have turned up, I'm probably the worst one. <laughs> I was really unwell the whole time I was there. Nothing, nothing oh. catching my my own body, uh, yeah. unfortunately. 
but um so I missed out on a, a I was kind of not getting there till 12 or one o'clock some of the days but one of the days I didn't go at all because I just didn't feel I was so unwell yeah. um so I played a lot of the oh God. I played, I played a few retro games. Uh, I went to a lot of the live shows. I considered queuing for some other stuff, but I just thought, oh, can't really be asked. Patted patted the ass of a of a, a fall <laughs> of a bean <laughs> on fall for the fall mountain bean, fall guys bean. Um, uh, I just hung out with friends mainly. So for me, it was more of a social thing than it was a playing games thing in actual fact there was uh because there were a lot of great indie things i just didn't go and look at them unfortunately yeah but that was a decent it was more indie because there was no triple a stuff no. the indie section was good you know it was really good it was good to have that there yeah so i'm just asking in chat uh fury um who is going to be one of our, our guests but sadly had to work today oh um, no who, who is a member of the Scottish Sun, who does the gaming section of the Scottish Sun. Oh. How did you find it, man? Can you 15 minutes? Yes, the offer is still here if you want to, if you want to jump in as well. Um, I will give you the link to the, to the uh, Discord so we can have him in as well. Uh, so, hang on one second. Quick pad for us. <laughs> Oh, Pat. Uh, 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 Chris, uh, Doom. Doom. Uh, <laughs> uh, Doom, yeah, yeah. Killing uh, killing demons and shit, you know, running around, shooting things. Very good game. Very well constructed. Uh, best game of 2021. Uh, 10 out of 10. Would play again. Would buy again. Would Was pay all of the money EGX, for. though. Uh, would not not edgy and, and you know that's a real shame because it was best game of 2022 as well absolutely um, and that's 100 percent true 100 percent fact no one can ever dispute this uh and if you do i will fight you one-on-one -on -one in the octagon please bring it uh uh-huh it, it just uh works. guys i'm running out of fuel on that join that link and then drop into the lobby the lobby channel of the uh, voices i will drag you in that's so good at the <laughs> lobby <laughs> it's, it's I know it's obviously an old it's game, it. but I've been—I finally got into Alien Isolation, so I've been enjoying that lately. Yeah. Oh, that's like Doom, but space aliens instead of uh, you know, not yeah. space aliens. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a similar thing, right? It's aliens that are trying to kill you. Yeah. They also both came out at roughly the same time, right? Like, didn't uh, like original Doom and Aliens? Alien, um, Alien, I Alien was like nineteen, uh, nineteen seventy-nine, if I'm not mistaken. So a little piece of lore, um, original, the, the original premise for Doom was it was supposed to be an Aliens game, um, but right. when they proposed it to the studio, they said no. Um, so they just turned it into Demons because that was the D&D &D game they were playing at the time. Oh, interesting. So, uh -huh -huh. so see, that's your so Doom fact for the day. <laughs> the, the aliens, the aliens, the alien film obviously was nineteen seventy nine. The aliens was eighty six, uh, yeah. um, and Alien Three I think was ninety two. We don't talk about Alien Three. <laughs> there was no, there were no, two I alien. Know, I know. There, there were two, there were two alien, alien, two alien films. <laughs> I agree. Fan films with AVP. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree completely. But Just like there's only two still. Terminators. 
There's Terminator One and Terminator <laughs> Two. Didn't <laughs> which is also done by the same two directors, which is strange enough. <laughs> um, and a gentleman called Fury, aka Fury, in the chat with us. Hello, mateing. How are we doing? Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the crime scene. <laughs> So, EJX, how was it for you, mate? Um, professionally, unprofessionally. Um, unprofessionally, of course. You know, we want to do whatever you want. Professionally, unprofessional. It was my, as I've been informed, it's probably my 10th or 11th. And there's a grey area there. Um, so, I've seen it at its height, I've seen it at its low. Um, my argument was in a world where I can't go into my office since I'm working at home. Um, Five days a week, let alone one day a week. It's a bloody miracle that they could put something on like that in a hall. Do you know what I mean? In a country that yeah. has flaunted COVID rules, because it was a really bizarre thing going for a secure nation to an unsecure nation. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, on the trains, then you were talking about masks and that. So we had to wear a, tr- a mask from Glasgow to Carlisle on the train. But after Carlisle, you can breathe in the air of everybody around about you. But we've been sharing the same train as these people. It's like, so the, 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 does, does COVID just wait till we're beyond the border and go, right, let's attack them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just builds up. You're not allowed to be in Scotland, sorry. sorry. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a strong defence. Um, but no, it, it was uh, it, it, it was a miracle at the end of the day. There you go. There, there you go. I'll, I'll be nice. Because, yeah, we can we can run it with blades and tear it apart and be like, oh, yeah. It's this, it's that, it's not, there's still no Series X been shown, there's still no PS5, the OLED was out that week and it was near there, Oxbox are charging 20 quid extra on Tapia and already questionable show price, yeah. um, they're wanting 25 quid for t-shirts, food's mm-hmm. extortionate, you know, you know, I could go and, you know what I mean, I've been there <laughs> with a t-shirt, but, on the upside, it was still nice to go 400 miles from my house. And mm-hmm. actually live a little, you know what I mean? Because the yeah. last 18 months has been pretty shite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's a lunchtime call, I apologise. No, no, hey, we, we, we allow swearing because... All right, the last 18 months has been fucking shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way we wouldn't allow swearing with me on the show. I say fucking everything every, every fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and yeah, I use the worst word of all, Birmingham. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! Well, that's, that's, that's next year, isn't it? <laughs> but, see, the the biggest case of FOMO I had um, for this year was it was just it was not the games, it was not the fact that uh, you know I wasn't there. It was the people. Mm. I didn't get to hang around. I didn't get to see yourself in person, Stuart. I didn't get to yeah. meet Joanna. Yeah, the first time, you know. Yeah, you missed now. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody said about me. Is this one? (laughs) Anyway, sorry, God. But yes, people like Ian. You know, Letitia was there, and yeah, you know the 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 Eurogamer guys and girls. You know, because yeah, you know, we we've come up, we've got rapport with them. You know, we're so we're friends with them. Yeah. And it's so, with it being with COVID for the past God knows how many decades now, it feels like. Yeah. You know, that that's the sort of thing, it sort of brings that into focus more. And so when you see an event like this, no matter how scaled back it was, because they, they just, I, I think they should have left it for this year and just went, okay, we'll come back in Birmingham in March, yeah? Mm. 2022. I'm, yeah, I'm, I suppose I'm, I'm really split because... 
I absolutely agree with Fury. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of things you could do. You could go in with knives and rip it to bits. So I was trying I was trying to be kinder about it because it did just provide okay. me the opportunity. Just no, no, you were not. kind. Sorry. I didn't I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean like that. I was saying you could you could have gone out with knives and you didn't. You were kind I, I so was I in saying that, it was it was you know, Reds doing steroids. Let's be yeah. frank. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. I'm sad actually about um, Reds not being at Tobacco Dot because basically I've never done Reds, so I'm kind of sad that I'm going to miss out on it being at Tobacco Dot because from everyone was telling me it was a it was a great venue <laughs> and it was um, with it being reduced in size, they liked it a lot better for that reason. So. I'll be interested if I if I can go. I'm not sure I'm going to have the time, but if I can go to the one in Birmingham, I'll be interested to see what it's like. But I won't oh. be able to compare it. The NEC is a big place, and as yeah. I've been saying, you, you you don't go to the NEC if you're not going to put a show in because it's yeah. it's massive, and you will feel like a tiny wee thing in a big massive world at that point. So it's yeah. a real maker, it's a real state of intent. I think for them is going look, we're going yeah. back to the. It's going to be well. It's about seven halls, eight halls at its height at Birmingham. So, Ooh, are we yeah, going to be massive place? Are we going to be? Are we going to be walking down the barrow a seven hall show? Or are we going to walk down the barrow a four hall show? We added on extras that will cost fifteen, twenty pound a piece to go and see because you know that's that's how you make your money, kids. Um, I just I don't know. I think the I think the Birmingham thing was needed, but um, a believer they should take the PAX model. So EGX as EGX would be the 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 hub, the mothership every September. That's your premium show, and then they'll have a EGX say Newcastle, EGX, Belfast, Dublin, Liverpool, Glasgow, Edinburgh, and just have lots of regional shows where that are just a, fr a tiny tiny wee taste of it, and it builds up over the year. You know, so at least. Because the argument is not everybody, especially on my side of the world, has got the kind of money to go and dig a financial hole that it costs to go to London, you know, because mm -hmm. it ain't cheap. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I spent, I spent hundreds and I was only there a few days and I, I dread to think how much I spent. Oh, the walk away, there was nothing to show to buy, so that, that was for the savings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, bought, I bought like three things, that's it. <laughs> the rest was all like food and drink. It's insane. Even with their scaled back version, they still charged for a super pass of 75 quid. Yeah. But you did get a tote bag, so I'm told I was running press passes because I like Yay. to think I'm somebody in a nobody's world. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to get a press pass for that and then you don't use it. Uh, it's, it's always a gamble. It's like, yes, I'm press pass. What does it get me? It gets you into a really cold room that's always air conditioned and that's all and you get water and mediocre coffee in there and that's your whack anything else <laughs> nothing nothing but then as i said this year this year was the first year every year i you generally turn up an hour before it shows in the queue all excited oh we're gonna see you oh. this year which we're wandering like half 11 each day taking it nice and easy and being like you know i'm on holiday i might as well enjoy myself you know what i mean there was no it was weird having it without a buzz like there yeah. was, there was literally just nothing to get excited about because, yeah, it, as you were saying, like the cues and stuff, like it, the realization was I was talking to a guy and I went, I've got more tech and games in my house that are now released now than there yeah. are at the show. Yeah, and I was like that because like the OLED turned up the Friday of the show and I was like, I've got an OLED at my house, whereas I don't have an OLED at the show. Hmm, I've got Far Cry Five back for Blood. I'm like. <laughs> 
what am I, what am I doing here? Like, what, why, am I, why am I queuing? Like, like, why am I queuing to play Back for Blood? I've literally got the code in my emails on my phone. I could, I own the, the game. It's here. I can play it. No, no, just queue for it. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. Well, you can play Deathloop there, but I think it was the PC it was running on because I think that was the greatest joke. The greatest joke EGX ever played was they had one PS5 that sat in a plinth in the middle of the Virgin Media stand under yep. Perspex box. <laughs> As if it was some kind of monolith to her sound. It was literally like everybody like, oh, oh. And then, as is the way with EGX, there's always a, a free drinks dispenser, whether it be Acid Gut Rotten uh, Tornado or this year's flavour of choice was Coke Zero. So every yes. other weekend, we Coke Zero stand would start... Going around the plinth, and it was like, ah, it's a shrine, it's a shrine to everything. Because <laughs> I'm sure, well, it's, it's just, it was mid, it was Diddy cans as well, so it wasn't full cans. So, but yeah. you could you yeah. could drink your 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 weight in Coke Zero. Yeah, I mean, rusty brown water would have been the flavour of the week <laughs> a couple of days later. You know. <laughs> Sorry, see, see, at this point, I would bring down tons of iron brew. And just drinking that. Way. <laughs> it's, 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 not the same, it's not the same doing there, but it's not the same. It's been sitting on the shelf six months. It's tainted. It just sits in colobulates. You know what I mean? It's all fresh. You need a fresh stuff. It needs rotated every day. That's why it's so good. Up, up down there, it's like bloody jocks drink. What a bloody hell! And back on the shelf. Oh no! You see, you see, Corby is known as Little Scotland. Well. I was, well, what I was going to say was, did you go into the talks? Oh, interest because the talk. Oh my! See the talks. The talks. I, I missed the talks. The the, the 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 slaughtering, because the first talk I went to was, oh my Jesus! You, you know where you go to something, you're like, oh, let's see what's going. Oh, there's spare hour. Let's go and see. It was like how to get a can Sims translate in a real job. Yeah, a dancer could have a pilot, could have a racing driver, could have somebody of interest. We walk into the arena and we sit down and we're like, here we go, here we go, here we go. And then a video starts playing, and it's a fucking phoned-in fucking panel. Yeah. So it's a dead panel, and I'm like, so we can't ask you questions, you can't see us, and I swear to God, you've never seen as many people leave a room as that when they realised <laughs> it was a dead panel. It's like, I can watch this on YouTube. And it was the point where I took my phone out and put Twitch on and pointed to my girlfriend, look, there's the, and she's like, do you want to go and get something to eat? And I'm like, I'll watch it on my phone. Because it was... It was why didn't they flagged? Why didn't they flagged that some chats were pre-recorded? Is yeah. phenomenally beyond my 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 grasp. Is as a is as an an anything just as a human being? Like why did you not tell us that this was pre-recorded? Why did us the fact you stood for forty minutes to watch a video? It's like oh my god, can buy popcorn and a hot dog. Oh god, that was like a couple of years ago. Remember when Watch Dogs uh, was coming out before it was delayed, like last minute? Um, yeah, and they had a stand at EGX, and we thought, oh, we got us got some playable footage here. Great! Oh, it's like the, it was like the year I met you. Say Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was a video. Yeah. No, tell I it was a played live demo. Basically, this has been scripted to an inch of its life, and if we walk off the beaten track, it all goes wrong. <laughs> Yeah, and we thought, great, we're going to be able to play Watch Dogs. And it's the real just... game's behind this wall. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this there, point, you need to turn and look right, because if you look left, you're going to see somebody without their pants on, T-posing on the back of their motorcycle. Well, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. knew the truth, knew about Cyberpunk when we sh when we queued for, like, time slot. Like, they were you've, it's insane, like, there was time slotted and regimented that to see it as if it was the, the pinnacle or something, and now you look back and you go... Wow, I thought to go and see that, and what was the payoff? <laughs> Nothing. 
Just nothing, like nothing. <laughs> I mean, at the time when we were sitting there, we were thinking, oh, okay, this looks this looks potentially really, really good. Don't play what janky as hell, but that went yeah. through because I, I walked to it going, it looks as, it looks as if you get two like bits of wood as arms. You're stiff, I'd stiff. And it's like, ah, oh, you can do real cool melee combat with hidden knives and blades. And I'm like, I still look like a action man figure going left and right when I'm running. It doesn't make it's weird. And I, I, I always had my queries about the shooting in it. Later they were founded. So. <laughs> but um, we're not here to hate in cyberpunk yes yeah. I, I don't hate cyberpunk I won't, I have every achievement but one in it so you know HD remix coming I will play it to get that last achievement hey. disclaimer it's been a cold winter <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long cold winter oh, <laughs> eight, 18 months yeah it's been ice, ice, ice station zebra here you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> so was there any actual actual highlight for EGX from you guys was yeah, well, there, was a there was a 70 watt bulb on one of the stands that was really bright wow you walked right into that one <laughs> I saw the shot. I'm taking it, and I'll no miss. I mean, yeah, you put you down. You're getting put down. You're getting back up. Oh, it's out there. The height, the light was really like four or five meters in the sky. It was really high. <laughs> it's almost like the sun if you walked outside. But you touched it. It's it's it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, what, what was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is our motto. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, if, you've, if you've got a podcast, I'll blow off the rules for you ways to choose. Don't worry, we'll never see that track again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how likes the show? There, we're back on. I'll let you go first, because, um, yeah. I'm thinking, bag holding. Um, I suppose for me, just the live shows. It was really, really nice to get to see um, EG doing the thing again. It was fantastic. Um, I gave I gave Ian a present, which he was meant to. <laughs> I gave him a gold finger. Um, she, she very much enjoys. It's it's literally like a little. Uh, it's supposed to be a jewelry holder, but it basically it's, it looks like kind of like an award doing giving you the giving you the finger. <laughs> it's like from the wrist up. So he enjoyed that um, and some chocolates, which he was supposed to share with uh, Ethan. So, but bless him, he didn't realise and scoffed them all himself. But other than that, it was uh, it was just really good to see everybody, see all my friends again, um, sit and watch the live shows together again. I think that was the highlight for me. Really, was just seeing people. Fair enough. Not an exciting thing. But no, it's there not. you go. Um, for me, I really liked this overpriced sushi. It was fresh every day. Yeah, never saw the sea. Um, <laughs> I would <laughs> trust me. I've seen the colour of the Thames and the Clyde's a dirty place. The Thames is just. Filth. Um, <laughs> I like the Metroid Dread posters every day, reminding me that it was waiting. Um, nah, kidding. Um, indie stuff. Indie stuff was as there's probably somebody wrote something somewhere coming out next Tuesday. But um, indie stole the show. Um, although smaller and footfall and stuff. 
they were out in force. Um, there was a lot of really cool games on show. Um, a lot of stuff. They got a lot more time. You know what I mean? We'll put the big boys swinging their wares about and taking people's attention. A, a lot of people get more times. Even smaller projects were quite nice. Um, the left field. The irony of it all was I was saying to somebody was, the left field collection was still inside a corridor, like. Like, if you know Eurogamer, it's like there's this one corridor where they put in a lot of prototype games every year. And you always go, why did they put it in the smallest, tightest, cramped space in the world? Well, the one year where there's more than an ample space to blow the whole thing wide open, they still had it inside a slightly wider, smaller, damper, smelly corridor. Um, <laughs> nostalgia is a powerful thing, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Game-wise, game if you liked Baldur's Gate, it was there. It was. It's not. It's not an expo show game. Do you know what I mean? It's like you, you dropped in. You don't know what you're doing, and you get killed four times by fighting the same imps. It's like, yeah, um, this will be fun to sit in my house and actually take time and get a tutorial and figure out what's actually happening here. Yeah, yeah. Um, CRPG, an eighty-hour CRPG. Here, play it for ten minutes. It's a, it's a vertical. It's a vertical slice demo. It's not like. By the way, it's the start of the game. No, no. It's like we're dropping you in forty hours into it. Oh. Wow, so I've got all these moves and abilities, and it took me like 20 minutes to realize how to heal my guy because it involved that you were damn, you were hurt at the start of the demo. So you like, I'm like, is this button? No, is it this button? No, it's just like, okay. Um, Crisis Remastered was there, but it's out now, you can buy it, so yeah, that's a thing. Um, well, Crisis 2 and 3 were there, Crisis 1 was not there. Um, <laughs> Hunt was hunt. What's in my hand? And it's from the time. <laughs> well, there you go. See, it's it's, it's 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 the most current of event of expos. Um, hunt was there as well, which it blew my mind. The cues for Hunt because Hunt's like a good two, three years old, I think now. Um, PC game by nature on consoles as well. But my God, people queue to play it, and I I salute them every day. I'm like brave souls queuing to play something that's already out. It wasn't even new content. I'm like. Okay, fun. Um, we've no mentioned the big pink elephant in the room that was the Fall Guys stand, but I'm sure we'll come back to that. And that's impressive. It was the biggest stand in the show. <laughs> it really was. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm going to have to shoot off now. But um, Bye, uh, thank you for having me on. And uh, hope thank I'll you for coming. Come back again. It's lovely to see you all and meet you all. Um, take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. 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 And that was Joanna Wanna from the Booty Base Squad, who you can see on a Wednesday on Twitch.tv. Was that? That was you telling me you're not reading that for a script? My God, that's a skill. I can't wait. I can't want to leave to hear my sign off. No, no. <laughs> oh, we don't Just script get... anything. It's all. It's, okay. It's all, we're, we're fuck it. We do it live. <laughs> yeah, uh, so the the real skill is that James and I will vamp for time while Will spends the entire time thinking about how to sign everyone out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So well, he, he sets us off on a tangent and then he thinks for a good like 20 minutes. The Activision Crisis, how do you feel? Discuss. Discuss, yes. I've just had the biggest clock in the world and I'm shitting minutes. I'm going to win. Um... <laughs> um, you wouldn't know I'm at work. I mean, it's a great, it's great existence. <laughs>
the first I can get away with in my kitchen that I can't get away in the office. <laughs> mm. I don't know, you know, in Scotland you can go, right, this is the, you can shout cunt and they'll be like, it's a turn in the fiction. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's your tone. It's your tone in the C word that, that, that dictates your meaning of it. Like, oh, he's a good cunt, or oh, you're our cunt. You know what I mean? It's 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 a yeah, there's yeah. vernacular to it. You know, it's it's a, it's a beautifully rounded word. See, um, like, <laughs> like in America, in America here, your what cunt is to you, fuck is to us. Because it's all like, like it's just all about the inflection. Yeah, you fuck. Yeah, you mm. fuck. Or he fucks. <laughs> or no, you fuck. Or fuck you. It's, it's all about how hard you hit the C. It's fuck both you. words. It's all about how hard you hit the C. Yeah. See, <laughs> it's this is the wonder of language. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the world, one might say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Back on track, EGS. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your conductor today. How you doing? I'm here to get you back on track. <laughs> Guys, we finally have one. We got. We can't let him go. <laughs> I've got a big rope, and I'll pull that rope hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, one man squid team game teams. Look at that. That's a current reference. If I ever did hear one. <laughs> have you ever seen episode six? You're in for a treat. <laughs> Um, so yeah, four guys, uh, yeah. <laughs> guys, um, yeah, my, my highlight actually, funnily enough, of the show is, um, I got lucky enough to talk to one of the developers of Fall Guys, and we sat and we spoke, and we, you can probably read that in some time and time and space, and then the guy went, oh, right, so, um, have you tried the game at the show? I went, nah, and he's like, oh, uh, do you play the game at home? And I went, nah, and then my next <laughs> word was, it's when's it coming to Xbox? <laughs> and he went, oh, I thought you were an Xbox fan, and I went, what gave it away, the big 20-year anniversary Halo t-shirt I'm wearing? <laughs> <laughs> so, so are we going to see Master, Master Chief uh, Sneaky Sneaky me So are we going to see Master Chief in the game And he's like oh, I'd love that to him So is that a yes or a no <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Yeah Fall Guys Rumors and speculation Yeah it's All about tactically placing yourself So you can get the angle on the shot So that they can't get out Oh I'm trapped so the time I snow and North and Troy Baker I was like so um, how we doing guys Nice to meet you So I have uh, uh, Rocksteady's uh, Penguin with me and uh, WB's uh, Joker here. So, um, the new Batman game, what are you uh, thinking about it? And it literally, like, I was doing that with somebody and somebody went to me, you literally brick walled them when you asked them that. Their faces just were like, what the hell, where did that come from? And then Nolan North, the professional, turns around and talks to me as the Penguin and basically was, if I tell you anything, they'll take my money away. And I'm like, that, that's why, that's, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a written word piece but I like the fact you gave me the accent just for personal joy <laughs> so hard to get uh, try uh, translate accents but we'll try um, but no if Fall Guys was um, if Fall Guys was there and in force um, there was um, it was weird because there was a travelator a la gladiator style uh, at the show <laughs> which you're 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 deemed a prize for making it up the top was wait for it not a blop crown but a foam crown <laughs> um but other than that there was not it was just Play it, I'm sure there were PS4s or PCs probably because they had keyboards attached to them. But they basically were just having people playing it and it was just really bizarre. Like You think they would have had preset tournaments and stuff at the show. There was nothing like that. It was just cute. It was 
people will queue into play a game that they probably... It was a bit like the Destiny, remember the Destiny years when they had the big Destiny stand, which was fundamentally the same stand, it's just they re-decoed it for Fall Guys. Yeah. Um, we are, you're not throwing anyone. <laughs> That's kind of sus. Uh, oh, oh, don't talk to them about Amongst Us. I already did that. <laughs> tune in next one. Tune in two, three weeks, they read that piece. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, is that in the Scottish Sun, by the way? Yeah, we'll be published on the Scottish Sun's website. Um, but it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was a great show. As I say, as I say, see if I had kids, uh, it would be a great first show. It would, was nice, laid back. There was lots to see, lots to do for an age group. Um, now, obviously, I'm going there, and I want. Well, hell, the Battlefield beta was on that weekend. Did I get to play it? The hell did I get to play it? Because <laughs> it wasn't at the show, so I missed it in the Battlefield beta, sad face. Um, but there was, there, it was kind of like, there was just, it was a good day's event. You know what I mean? How I stretched out to four is somehow an act of God. Um, but it, it was just, it was, I don't know, it was it was bizarre. I know people saying, see, in the back of my head, because I know uh, EGX is owned by the same company who own MCM, it yeah. seems MCM are getting, uh, well, at the time of recording, it's they've already announced, like, like Tom Hiddlesworth's gone and he's going to charge you a kidney and a hung, heart to see him. But they've also announced the majority of the Overwatch team, I know, hot topic, we don't, uh, they're actors, we don't, we don't judge. Um, they've also announced David Hayes going to be there, so solid snake why why was solid snake no egx like why like why 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 is there this i say to them the thing i said why is this resistance to bring voice actors to this because you know you put david hay in that auditorium you will fill that auditorium five times over and then you'll fill his time another five times over by people storming want to get peace walker signed metal gear 2 signed a copy of guyver signed a copy of x-men do you know what i mean it's just like um it was killer shark in the flash it signed my flash box david um it's just a bizarre thing where there's this kind of disconnect between, like, there's a kind of reluctance to bring that kind of talent. Because obviously MCM, Norman North and Troy Baker, we mentioned them before, they do that as well. They do the rounds for that show. Um, so that it's not as if they're aliens to this concept of con, uh, cons. So I don't understand why EGX couldn't have bolstered the ranks a wee bit by going, by the way, guys, instead of going to the October show, which is two weeks after EGX, why not come to EGX and you'll be treated like lesser gods there by people because literally you're the you, the show is you. <laughs> um, um, you know the voice actors that go to EGX to look around for potential jobs? Yeah. Um, Doug Cockle was there about three years ago. Mm. And that's where we met Doug Cockle. And he was just like, yeah, I'm just around here seeing if I can get jobs. And he was in his Garrett voice just so you know who he was. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, he sounds nothing like that. It was, it was really weird when he went to buy a drink and you heard him going, ah, I, I, I'm not impersonating Garrett. But um, you, you heard that voice. Wait a minute, is that, is that Garrett of a review? Um, <laughs> I'd like an ale. Like, what the fuck is so We're all out of sparkling water. Would you like some steel? No. <laughs> <laughs> would you like some just... Hello, would you like some very nice press ale? <laughs> We've got a wench if you want. <laughs> A nice hot bath. Did he go outside to find to find his car, and it was actually parked on top of the roof? It was a Griffin. He had a hundred million. He flew in that night. Why is Roach in the Thames? Because <laughs> because that's a glitch. That's not part of the gameplay. Just 
<laughs> another another classic antidote from my kit bag is um, I was at a really nice event once where the, the Witcher was being shown like a month or two before it was uh, released and um, Roach was fucked in it uh, and I said to the devs and literally I was like oh John Marston horse can jump and John Marston's horse can ride and John Marston's horse because Red Dead 2 just came out prior <laughs> and literally it was as if I punched him in the nuts and wouldn't stop punching he was like he was raging he's like you come to this event and you 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 you, 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 you complain about our game and I'm like, mate, the horse is gammed. It's literally not working. And I'm like, why should I, like if the if your horse doesn't work yet, Red Dead's works? Explain to me. Explain. Discuss. And it was just like I it was like, and then I learned that day the poor listeners do not criticize developers' games in front of them because a it's a dick move and b they they, they don't want it here. They really don't because they love a hard life and. <laughs> they know it doesn't work already. Yeah. They have to watch yeah. it every day. Yeah, it's like, it's like on the system, like, I'm inside the pub and the camera keeps clipping into the ceiling. It's really annoying me. Is it called, why are you raising the, raising the camera that high? Because I want to see what's like in the corners of the pub. Is it, oh, you shouldn't have to. I'm like, well, I want to. So don't, don't get me a free roaming, a free controlling camera if you're not going to let me do things with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, like, don't give me wings if you don't want me to fly. <laughs> you see this whole I, mean, I want to use it. Yeah, but um, that was a total. That was a tangent of tangents. That one. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It, there's a there was a really that's other thing as well. There's a really strong kind of first step into the industry vibe about it as well. Because there was a lot of talks and stuff about uh, I'm an environment artist and I'm living on four packs of ramen noodles a week. Here's how I enjoy my life. Um, obviously paraphrasing there for environment artists. That are, no hate mail, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've uh, got a complaints department for that. Exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty extensive uh, department, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> probably our most well developed. We've got a hell of a dental plan, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, but, all, all uh, of the money you see on our channels goes straight to them to cover uh, whatever you know expenses they have. The legal, legal fees. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but it was, yeah, I've had. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was nice to see that again, again. That side, I like that side filtering out of the youth, because your youth for the nation who dream of being games designers and not YouTubers, you are few and far between. And I know I'm going to stab the knife at or, or Twitch streamers. Um, it's nice for them to be able to play a game and the guy go, oh, by the way, I'm still at uni. This is a side project or something. And then they recall, by the way, there's the uni that took me over there. And you can go out to that booth and go, how you doing? I'm 14, um, young, dumb, and don't know what I'm doing with my life. Mold me into the, the coding Adonis that I need to be to survive. Um, I, w- nice. I will say this. I will say this to every single person, every single person who knows anyone who has a kid who wants to go into game design, do not let them go to university for game design. Don't do it. Tell them to go for computer science. It'll take them so much further in the field. Yeah. Similar structures, but have them go for, for computer science and advanced programming topics, and then they'll be able to make games way easier because they'll be like, oh, well, that, that's fucking stupid. Let me fix that shit. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I just write about video games and play them. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know how to make them. You know what I mean, it's black magic. It's a, it's a black magic in the dark arts. You know what I mean? A bunch of people walk into a room for you know eight, six years, and then everybody gets really pissed at each other. There's crunch, and then all of a sudden, I get a game that sometimes works. 
Uh, Hirokishima yeah, yeah, eats much. really nicely made sandwiches for about eight years while taking photos of different movies and Japanese posters for eight years, and then at the end, yeah, Norman Reedus is a delivery man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, that's the kind of dream I want to laugh. Well, think about it. The guy has the yeah, guy. Jeff Keighley and, and Jeff Keighley fanboys here. You constantly. Jeff Keighley staff of oh, that's that is great. Hedo Kojima's. By the way, I have a nice little cardboard cutout of Hedo Kojima sitting behind me. His greatest. Tell me it's life size. Tell me it's about three, it's, four inches tall. Sadly, it is not life size. It's small, but. <laughs> The reason it's the reason beautiful. why the reason why it's this small is because my buddy bought this in Japan <laughs> and brought it all the way back from Japan in his suitcase <laughs> when he moved back here. So, so you, you so, so he did to so basically he did the reverse of what Jeff uh, Hido does to Jeff Kelly just puts him in hand luggage, yeah. feeds him peanuts as he flies <laughs> <in> Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Best friend Jeff Keighley. Sorry, sorry. I mean, he feeds him Doritos and Mountain Dew. How, how yeah. off brand was I there? Um, but that's here in the I was going to say, put it in context. Kojima was it Eurogamer one year? I was there that year. I saw yep. the mobs. Um, so it's not like we're dealing with a, 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 an expo that's that's a stranger to high big name. For, <laughs> Peter Molyneux was there. New Peter Molyneux, the Johnny. Excel. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Peter Mullen, you hate here. We love Peter. He's just a rambling old man. Uh, <laughs> I once made a game with, uh, with, where there's a theme park, you know. There's a, Invented yeah, dogs, don't you know? <laughs> I wanted to make a game where things mattered once and you could make choices as to Peter. Peter, just, just, just go over there and sit nicely in the corner. I have this idea to create a cube and you go on your phone and you tap at your cube and every tap takes a wire away so you can write profanity for weeks <laughs> and at the end of it you could win something that Maybe. something is disappointment and regret <laughs> well, it's like Sean Murphy took your Peter Molyneux's mantle for a wee while but then Peter Molyneux never bounced back he's, he's kind of He's hiding in the sticks, isn't he? I've no. I would yeah. keep saying this every so every so many weeks. I'll be like, "What happens to Peter? What happens to Peter Mullen, You? I mean, what's he doing?" I think after <laughs> the last botch um, or bullshit that he spewed and people fired back at him about it, he went, "Yeah, I'm not going to make games anymore." <laughs> it's problem. See, his problem is he's a dreamer. He is like Sean Murphy as well. He's a dreamer. These people are dreamers, and we need them. The only thing is, we need people to rein them in. We need the. The kind of Lost World style. They're the Raptors, and we need a man with a clicky thing to be like, Peter, Peter, eyeballs, eyeballs, you know what I mean? That kind of. Uh, Just focus here. Chris Pratt, games industry, to train him. <laughs> <laughs> the story I had about Hideo Kojima, um, that res he was at, when the mobs were around, I was within about, what, six feet of him? Never noticed he was there. <laughs> That's... I was oblivious at the time. Uh, that's, that's like a, here, we should really have a jingle for this section. I know I'm hijacking your show, sorry, but here's another antidote. Uh, it's like I was coming down the stairs on an escalator at a show then somewhere in the world, and uh, Shamil Miyamoto was right behind me, but all the way down the escalator, I was acting like an absolute arsehole in a tube to a guy at the bottom. So I was like getting the fingers and going, oh, you're an arsehole, you're a wanker. My feet hurt. I've been walking around this expo hall for six weeks, and he's like, mate. Shamil Moto's behind you I'm like what and then literally like the big tallest bodyguard in the world said sir can you move aside and I went oh, 
fuck me. Is he <laughs> I'm like, it's like the Godfather of Nintendo, and I'm sitting here like Charlie Church, fucking, oh, look at me, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, but technically, I shared an escalator with him. That's probably the closest I'll, I'll ever be here. Right, what did you do with him? I, I sat in a room with lots of people. I shared an escalator. He was 12 steps behind me, but I still shared it with him. We're on the same <laughs> rotating stairwell. <laughs> By the way, Tig Whippies is known is basically known for me and Chris go on anecdotes for a while, and then Will eventually reigns us back in. So you are on brand right now. Just absolutely yeah, on brand. Just it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, still my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say it's just carry on. It's easy to yeah. what I've got today. Say, we've got fucking talk about it, and we just let you watch. Just, just let him in the room and let him enjoy himself. He'll tire himself out in four or five hours, and then we can put him to bed. Oh, <laughs> what a sweetie! <laughs> um, so, do you have any other questions about EGX? Just well, we're, well, I'm, 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 before we blow off any tangent. Stratosphere. Uh, not for myself, James. Chris, do you have anything about EGX? I I know it's uh, something that happens in England every once in a while. That's I mean that's you must enjoy the old England. Uh, <laughs> See, that's the other uh, thing about EGX and Birmingham this year, right? How many years have we seen on Twitter, sure, right? How many years have we seen people go, oh, it's always in fucking London. I wanted to go to Birmingham. No, but it's, it's a logistics thing, right? No, let, let's be honest, right? Let's put on our financial hats here. So I've put on my kind of visor, my green visor, and got my ticker, 1920 yep. style. Yep. EGX is a money-making thing it's about making money and the problem was why it moved back to london is because none of the talent knew where birmingham was yes so when you were trying to bring in top tier kojima frank o'connor no peter moore he was busy um anybody a name it's you kind of got a direct flight from the world to birmingham and it was a case that what they found was they were struggling to get actual big names so they ended up basically going, you know what, let's take it back to London. And that's why the in brackets, we'll put in major brackets here, as the idea was that we're going to bring the big names in. The first year's show gets a buy because it's the first year they're just finding their feet. And this year's show is obviously the test bed because obviously there's been a pandemic. So we can't really hold it to that judgment. So that's why I'm kind of thinking that the Birmingham show will be a heavy res show because it's easier to get lots of indie guys to show up but also behind Iron Curtain oh I heard that at the E3 E3 no that's a totally different excellent show um at EGX they were charging like phenomenal amounts of money for them to use things like broadband and wi-fi I know they're the same thing um um, (laughs) and like just like somebody told me like the price for a week for to use the broadband I think it was for a day made me weep and I was like do they know realize they want you guys to be here? So really they should be like going, look at the guys, we'll give you a pitch, just bring anything you've got and we'll be happy. Instead of going, right, you want a pitch, by the way, it's going to cost you about mm, 40 grand for the yep. week. And you're like, there's no sales return in that. And I'm like, there's no, like, because I'd love to know the retention scale. There's, you know, there's no way of doing that. There's no way of finding out if you show a game at a show, what the retain, what does that translate into sales figures? Because there's no way. I don't think that's possibly a thing to see, but it'd be fascinating <clears throat> to see what the retention is on it. 
Do you know what I mean? If if, if being at a show actually helps you translate into sales beyond single figures or hundreds, you know, um, and it's all about making money at the end of the day. And I think that's why they've decided that there was enough voices crying out into the ether to go back to Birmingham that they basically went, you know what, let's just take res to Birmingham and we'll have the big EGX in London and we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll, we'll suck it and see, basically. Because what you might find is EGX Birmingham dissolves and it becomes an EGX London part two and it'll be at the XL in the same time of year, maybe, just because they, they might find a better footfall there. Yeah, it's it's all about the it's numbers game they play, and it's a dangerous game. And I know it's no part of something that's really worth watching with this kind of stuff because it, it hurts it. It really does hurt it when you think about it because you're like, oh, why was Sega like why we're not in the big three there? Well, technically they've not had to build a stand for the last two years, so they don't have stands prepped for it. So there's nowhere to house the thingy. They don't have hardware. Do you know what I mean it's not like by the way Sony's got a warehouse for PS fives? No, no, no. That's scalpers that've got the PS fives. Yeah. Sony literally have. A, a, a pair specs box Plymouth <laughs> <laughs> and inside it is a note saying a PS5 will sit here one day <laughs> <laughs> um, PS5 it's like I went to the Doctor Who chat um, about Age of Reality which is really good because the people there talk actual actual people people on stage no, <laughs> you, could, really? you could reach out and touch them no but they were like so um you, you guys that are here you'll be in with a chance oh a chance for what to win to win yes to win what ps5 not just a ps5 but a doctor who styled ps5 Ooh. disclaimer followed quickly after we do not have the ps5 with us at the moment and i'm like no sh- Holy shit! You're telling me you've got a custom well, PS5. You, have you even bought it yet? Did you even have you even sent it to painters? No, 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 no. We're just we're just we're just giving it away because in the future, <laughs> someday when we get one. Uh, it's really bizarre. It's they like, had they, they they did not give you the correct line. They should have looked at you like, so what are you giving away? Mm, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> but they should have they should have brought a TARDIS and went. By the way, guys, inside this. It looks smaller than the outside, but inside the PS5. <laughs> the memory's smaller on the inside of the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one of these rejigged ones where Sony realised we've kitted this out and kit we can't buy, so we're going to redo it and kill the height, cut the heat sink in half, even though people say it runs at the same spec. Um, uh, you know, I mean, for me, one size does a job, half a size, half a job. Anyway, um... So it was, it was just really bizarre that there was like, yeah, you can win a PS5, but we're going to give it away in a couple of weeks on social media. And I'm like, so technically us being here is irrelevant to winning. It's like, yeah, this is no impact on the game or my views of your people on stage. Um, but it, it was just, it's just a nice wee thing. You know what I mean? I suppose it's just the novel entity to get folk in the door. Win a PS5! <gasps> wow! Um, but yeah, I think... that. Well, they're still they're still gold. Apparently, the OLEDs like gold dust, and I'm like, really, really? I'm like, I didn't think the OLED would have been that sought after, unless you weren't a Switch owner. Do you know what I mean? We're going to talk tangent again, but because um, <laughs> like I get the point. The Series X and the, the PS5 are like gateways to a whole new world, but the OLED is just a really nice, pretty looking Switch Lite with a new dock um, for double the price. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, I won't. Yeah, apparently. The, well, the upload, the uptake for it, I think everybody in their granny who's got a Switch that I follow on Twitter's got an OLED. 
Yeah, I'm like, Jesus, Jesus, wow. You know what I mean? Can I hide money? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, I'll just buy a 300 pound switch. Why? That's just dread, dread. I was like, the adverts really did, did wonders, didn't they? <laughs> Dread's an excellent game, by the way. Read the yeah. review exclusively this week at scottishland.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, read my hands on of the OLEDs. My don't stop reading his content. Yeah, pr pretty much. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I've went review out today about a cyberpunk inspired Barcelona free running retro 2D scroller that was not for coming out smoothly there, but I did get there in the end as I hurdled over <laughs> those blocks <laughs> I put in my mind. <laughs> and also, you used to have a feature on it where streamers were. were oh, good uh, Jesus! Don't get me started. I see. I'll let you go, and you can you can build it up, and then I'm going to bring it down with reality. Because um, <laughs> the reality was uh, like the reality was hurtful. But I'll let you build it, and I'll I'll tear it down. I'll get my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to thank you for actually having us on there, you know, as like a petition. Have you? Had you and I had the cast on dinner? Mm, yeah. Double, double dim, double dippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what it was was the idea was I was like, you've got all these streamers thinking they're hot, hot shit, and all that, and I was like, you know what? There's a lot of little guys out there, and I went, it'd be great to shine a light, spotlight. You could say a uh, seventy watt light, <laughs> <laughs> about three meters up. Uh, yeah, four. Yeah. It was four oh, it, wow. set the oh, that's, where, that's a lot higher That's a lot higher than I thought Could have set the paper on fire <laughs> if it was any closer You know what I mean? Danger um, <laughs> But um, what, I was, what I was was I was like, I could interview these guys um, And it was great And you'd reach out and you'd be like, hi guy, how you doing? You've got a really, really nice podcast, really good quality None of this is reflecting upon your product right? This is for anybody that did I think we did about 50, 60 people Podcast YouTubers And, and, and by gum, did they go on to great things? <laughs> a lot of them did, actually. Um, <laughs> it was as if I had my finger on the pulse. Anyway, um, <laughs> but for every success, there was about 900 failures, and it was like, you realise that pretty much your low-level guys, or your kind of guys that are doing it for a hobby, a lot of them are press trained, and a lot of them brick it when you talk to them. It's like, how are you doing? Here's my thing, blah, blah, blah greased well like a like a well greased jobby on a shovel i had a sales pitch that was spot on and you would sign up to it and you wouldn't even know what you signed up to um and a lot of people just were uh, they were flummoxed by it and i'm like well, literally just give me a hundred words on what your mission is your views are blah 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 and some folk were like yeah yeah and you'd go weeks months and they would never get back to you and you're like by the way mate i'm, I'm wanting to run you this weekend oh i've no good time to write this what do you mean you've no good time to write this you're you're doing this as a hobby and it's free publicity that goes to like oh, 170,000 people, you know what I mean? It's a small place. Um, <laughs> um, and it, I just I just lost the rag at the end of it. It just became more of a chore. It was like, I, I found it easier to interview industry legends from Japan than I did a streamer who lives four towns over from me. And I was just like, I'm not doing it anymore. It's it's like, it's, it's too much hassle for what the payoff is and what was the payoff a bit of gratitude and a bit of showing somebody oh look there's somebody else you can watch that's good whereas they couldn't see that they just were like oh I'm going to be awkward and I'm going to be but I think that's just twitchers and youtubers and that kind of in a nutshell in a kind of way having dealt oh. with them and yeah. spoke to them and absolutely um, 
it's 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 more a case of, as I was saying at the show. It's like it's a lot of this whole. Well, I get sent a press kit first and foremost. It's not called a press kit now. It's called an influencer kit because you're not press. You do not get to call it a press kit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, look at me. I get the I get I get lost judgment press uh, influencer kit. I got a skateboard. How does that help me play the game? How does that help me feel about the game? I got a drone. How does that improve my game or my ability to make me want to play? Oh wait a minute. I'll tell you what it does. You taking four pictures or a TikTok and putting it up makes me less interested in the product because I don't want a thing for a product where A, I can't... I said that to the guys. That's real, one of the real interesting things. At EGX was... And it's the most bizarre thing. So, influencer kits, press kits. Companies make them. Um, and they love the dream because basically they get to have the fun with the IP. Well, they there was a company that, do it that had a booth within the, the shopping area EGX so you went to the booth and you went oh wow there's that 2k uh, special switch launch that was to amalgamate NBA XCOM and uh, Borderlands coming to switch and there's a Destiny one and the Mafia one and really beautiful 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 things and I said to the guy so are um, you selling any of this here oh no 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 so what's your booth about oh we're just here looking to show what we do but you but none of these people at this show can get any of this like none of them like, there's maybe, what, 100 press here who might get them, and there's, what, 50 streamers who will get them. And I'm like, you're just here to show off to people who can't... Like, I could take £300 out of my pocket right now and sell buy that for you. Would you sell it? And he went, no. And I'm like, so why are you here? Like, what? Like, it was the weirdest stand... In the, tell you why, it was the second weirdest stand. The first weirdest stand will come next. But it was the weirdest thing in the world seeing a booth about press kits advertising them to people who can never have press kits and I'm not saying that in a, a kind of a nasty way or that or a, fuck trust me I would buy half the press kits that I've seen that I've never had do you know what I mean because yeah. they are they, yeah. they make re, they're really beautiful like I'm lucky enough touch wood to have had a few in my time um, and they're beautiful things they make lovely centrepieces if you're a fan of a franchise they make for beautiful centrepieces like Back for Blood, for example, there's like a fridge edition in the rounds that I've seen like three or four people. I, I, I saw Julia Hardy get hers. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I get I get I get six cans of lager, so I, I now drink to forget. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go down well with the PR. So you did the same. I'm going to down these six cans and forget about your game. Pay I didn't put the review in time, um, but. Um, it's just like, 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 literally all she did was do, that's what she does. She doesn't review the game, she doesn't play the game, she doesn't really talk about the game. They pass it bare lip service, yet they're getting like 400, 500 quids worth of goodies themed in the game, which I'm like, if you would have went to anybody who likes that game and said, would you like a fridge themed like the game? No, they're going to bite their arm off. Do you exactly. know what I mean? And it's it's because of the world we live in just now, because the um the pandemic that, the, uh, the, and uh, back in the old times, it used to be, oh, I, I don't get to send anywhere because obviously games companies like to preview their games in nice, fancy, swanky places. So, like, you could go to Hamburg, Madrid, fucking anywhere. I've seen them, God awarded a big thing up in Oslo where they went through the fjords. Um, and it was just like money. It's just throwing, just throw like you know. God of War's going to be a ten out of ten, regardless if you do anything. No, no, throw money at the wall. Right? But since the pandemic, they've not been able to throw the money at the wall. But what they've been able to do is sink that into the kits they've sent to people to show off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't get. I can't see anything beyond them. They're just to show off with. No. And one of the things I hate is that 
to be in a position where you get free content, whether that be codes or interviews or chats or whatever it may be, I'm no, uh, we're not here to show off to you guys because at the end of the day, it's no fair, first and foremost. And secondly, it's a dick move. Because I remember before I did this, it would piss me off when I saw really nice things for Crisis and stuff and be like, oh, I really want that. And you're like, uh, hounding people going, how do I buy this? How do I buy this? I've got money, real money. <laughs> and you could never buy it. Unless the person would be corrupt and sell it on eBay for an extortionate price. And I think there's this kind of subculture the new where there's a few people, if you're on social media, you'll notice certain players who get everything. They also get sent to film premieres because, uh, tell you what, that guy going to see June, for example, really makes me want to go and see June. Didn't it? No, fuck. I don't give a monkeys if he's seen June or no. Makes doesn't doesn't make his opinion means nothing to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's not known for sci-fi criticisms. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean, he can't be he can't be a games reviewer and a film reviewer. Oh, throwing stones at grass houses. Um, but you know what I mean. If you're known for something, you're known for something, and you do that something really well. Yeah. And I just think there's a kind of there's a real flux in the industry. The new that this influencer side's pulling away and more traditional media outlets are falling back a little bit. And I just find it really like, I saw yesterday Xbox must have sent out half a dozen Series X's to influencers. And they're like, oh, I've had an Xbox baby. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to draw an axe from a Series X tonight because I hate it. <laughs> it's just, it just annoys me. It just annoys me. It's just this culture that, and we need to put a stop to it, I think. Because at the end of the day, what is buy these things? What is literally? Because I say to the guy, oh, my web shop, and you will sell out every press kit you make every day of the week because fans mm -hmm. want this content. And as I say, it makes a lovely centerpiece. If you've got shelves or a VTOL or anything like that, that's an aerial vehicle that takes off <laughs> landing. Uh, it's also an IKEA thing, I'm sure. Um, Probably, just with the umlauts on it. Yeah, and... Um, you just you just put it in and it, you can frame things around it and it, it looks lovely and I think that's the thing it's, they're special that way and at the end of the day if you're getting 20 a day do you really think they're special? Now you'll, you'll look at it take your four pictures thanks hashtag gift and that'll be the end of it and I'm just like no and then I, what I've started doing being the, 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 the creative and I was like can I wait to see your review and I make sure I put I know who the PR is and I PS I tag them in and then like two weeks later I'm like how's that review coming along? <laughs> <laughs> because, because the, the, the straw that broke my back was there's a guy I know who does uh, solely does Fortnite content and he's well known mm -hmm. for it and he's quite well known and he gets sent a code uh, what was it no code vein the, oh, Scarlet Nexus he gets sent the Scarlet Nexus one that came with a really nice bespoke Scarlet Nexus controller mm -hmm. which was a custom job and I knew he wasn't going to review that game so I just went hard mm -hmm. on it having reviewed the game that week, I just went hard on him going, I can't wait to hear what you think of this and that, the next thing. And then I let it go a wee bit longer and then I hit him again and I'm hot on game and hot on game and which way he came at me and went, mate, you want to stop doing this because it's really, really awkward. I went, how is it really awkward? I want to see your review. Show me your review. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> <my> review? <laughs> That's okay. Hours into that. Over the space of four days. Where's the review? <laughs> Swear to me. Swear. <laughs> Come to Review the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing it's just really bizarre and um i just think it's like like there was a, a very uh, could you call it a very, i don't know if you call them very famous but there was a streamer of some norarity who let's say uh um what do you call it uh, lord don't know who they are because they've got um all says they've got a room where they've mounted pieces on the wall right mm -hmm. and they've got a dual setup right 
and they've got mounted pieces on the wall. And literally, I was sitting talking to a couple of PR guys at the time, and they can wandering in. And it's like it's, it's really different when you see a streamer giving it big balls. I'm Billy Big Balls. Look at me. I got this, and I got this, and I got a mortgage. You know? But then when you see them in reality, they're wee timid beasties, and you're like, so whereas I'm in reality, I'm like me times ten at the power. Woohoo! Streamers are kind of like hiding under thingies and that. It's like I'm like, by the way, like this is the PR for X, Y, and Z right in front of you, and they talk to one guy and then they scurry away, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's only playing the part. And then I was showing my girlfriend, I went on the thing, and I went, every other tweet was gifted, 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 gifted. I'm like, look, that's how they make their money because it's an image. It's like. So it reminds me of somebody who went for a job at Fat Face, the surf shop, and the guy walked in and they went, now nah, you've no what the image for us, whereas certain people fit this image of the, what the digital dream is, I call it. I call it the digital dream. <laughs> the, R- <laughs> the RGB dream. <laughs> Where everything is bright lights and... <laughs> but, the RG um, believers. Yeah, it's, it's, well, yeah, go. that's what it is. It's like, you know what I mean? I was offered an RGB bed once, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because why would I want a single bed that's got RGB lights around it? I don't. It's supposed to be dark I mean, when you sleep. Yeah, the tat I've heard about getting is just that that just is up there. RGB seats as well. That did intrigue me. Is you can, like, something out of Fast and the Furious, you can mount RGB lights to the bottom of your seat. So you've got, like, neon lights, like the old Need for Speed Underground games. Whoa, look at me, my seat's got neon lights. Woohoo! That's like when um, you RGB lights for your toilet. Yeah, that's just to help you see pee in the dark. Um, <laughs> that's it. No, that's, that, that, that's, you know, you've had a few. You come in, you don't want to turn the light on. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. RBGing lighting your toilet. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I can pee. I can pee free waste the first day. One of the more interesting things I've got, I've got like offered gummies that make you see better, like better eyesight. It's really bizarre. Like really bizarre. It's like, why do I have these? How how does that even work? Uh, it's just packed full of vitamin C. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna okay. say like that. That sounds like something you take, and the next thing you know, you're naked on top of a taxi in the bot downtown Edinburgh, going, well, "How did I hell did I get here?" Yeah, like, <laughs> take these take these things. It's like far sight stuff, kind and I'm like, "Why do I even have?" Like, I'm sure I'll get jailed. But it's like it's like I also get offered like stuff from Morgan Spice, like come and play and play, drink Morgan Spice, and I'm like, but like. Like, like, one, like, do you not think it's a bit weird advertising alcohol? Eh? Like, a, a non-defined, like, we ain't a lads mag. You know what I mean? It's like, it'd be different yeah. if you're like FHM or something. I'm like, oh, that's cool idea, great. But you're like, yeah, you're like, anybody for the age of like 7 to 70 can read what I write. You know what I mean? Uh, there's no uh, age barrier to stop you. So I'm no a bit, it's a bit weird advertising, like, the new, the new powder compound that makes you go super Hulk when you're playing roadblocks um, to like five year olds this is tubular blueberry swirl man and you can get a real cool shaker because you love the taste of powder <laughs> <laughs> but um but it's just it's just really bizarre some of this like like some of the stuff you get offered and some of the stuff people want and you're like who takes this and then you, after you say no you then see people taking it and you're like ah, I just 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 uh, just I, I feel sorry for you I feel sorry there's a special place for you yeah it's like how desperate do you need to be you know what I mean it's like yeah so we tried all these now they do things now I piss four colors of the rainbow when I pee <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I know it's 
with with like sponsorships and things like that, I've I've always stood by. I'll I'll advertise for a service that I personally would actually use, regardless on whether or not they're gonna offer. Which is why, like, I went for um, I think it's like a it, they're they're like a key selling service uh for like Steam games. I I I have a partnership with um Fanatical because I use them because they have the best fucking bundles out of all of the bundle companies. I like. That's, I don't see, I'm just frustrated with these, like, people who are just going to take whatever they take just for the hell of fucking throwing another uh, advert yeah, it's, into the it's like, it's like somebody walks yeah. in and goes, free, and they go, free, and it's just like. Is for it's like, me? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> oh man, this, I could go on about stuff, but I'm not going to, but there's guys I know that advertise things that it's just like the most weird, it's like, it's like the big burly bikery guys, but they advertise the most non-burly bikery products in the world, and I'm like, why? <laughs> Like, 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 where is your self-respect? You know I, mean? I like riding motorcycles, but you want to know what? Sometimes I like my my skin to feel nice and soft. That's why I use moisturizing nice night cream. I like, I like my snuggie at night. It keeps me warm. <laughs> After a long ride, nothing keeps me fresh quite like a snuggie. <laughs> After a long day in the mosh uh-huh. pit, a long night there too, I decide I need to relax, so I get my oody. <laughs> Why? That's, 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 it's like yeah it's like Udi. it's quite not quite a hoodie it's not quite a shawl it's an Udi. it's like it's like you'd be seeing like bono doing an ad for tesco's it just wouldn't happen like bono you don't shop at tesco's we all know you don't shop there see, see the guy Udi. it's like right we've got a budget for retail and it's like right i'm gonna find all the cute girls on twitch and it's like all of a sudden, it's like Udi wives hitting you like every three settings. It's like everybody's like, I I really. It's like I'm a thirty-something man who has central heating and socks. I don't really need one. <laughs> You're preaching, preaching to the wrong choir here. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh my god, the Udi waves happened. Man, I wish. I man, I miss the hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> when you put Udi in a hot tub, you'd end up drinking. It just like. <laughs> <laughs> then blown up because like, obviously the the, 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 the sheep skin is it sheep? I don't even know it's like, I'm assuming it's like fake sheep skin because no sheep were harmed in the making of this product um, know that we are sponsored by Udi <laughs> <laughs> no we're not yeah yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah they have a separate company that they that, that kills the sheep totally separate from everybody and yeah. then once the sheep are already dead they're no longer harmed they're already dead <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. They yeah. felt nothing. Honest as they put the four-inch steel bolt through their skull. They feel a thing. <laughs> but um, it's just—it's just bizarre. It's like it's like I've seen some weird some weird sponsorship things like like these food replacement things. See these uh, like Huel Huel was doing the round for ages, and I couldn't get my head around why Huel was targeting streamers. It was just a really bizarre thing because I'm like. Is it, is it because gamers are only known for eating or something? It's like, why do we need meal replacement powder? I'm just like, I don't Well, I mean, I don't... Our, our typical <laughs> stereotype is we only eat Doritos and Mountain Dew. Hey, yeah, you eat Mountain Jeff, Dew. Jeff's a saint to some people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's what I'm saying. Jeff, I mean, Jeff is probably the one who propagates the stereotype. He fits it, but that's the stereotype is that that's what that's the only thing we eat. Yeah. Like, 
So I've powered up. I've you guys. Meal, meal replacement. So just, yeah, it's like the powder meal replacement is just the ticket to advertise to them. You know I mean, why, yeah. eat, why eat four squeal meals a day? Squeal, squeal meals? That's a pork special. Why eat four <laughs> squeal meals a day when you can have two meals and powder? Oh, sign me up. <laughs> when I'm going real yeah, hard I mean, at the fortnight and I can't stop to eat a meal, that's why I've got Huel. It lets me keep pointing noobs 24-7. What? Hey, could I interest you in some gains? No! No, 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 no. I'm fine. I've had my fill for Cause, the week. Because that, that sounds like a great thing to give, like, 14-year-old kids who are already, like, amped up. Let's give them pre-workout and have them, like, oh more rage on fucking Fortnite. That sounds like a yeah, great idea, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, when, it, when in doubt, just more pre-workout. Like that, that's, yeah, more pre-workout. That's the gamer... That's the gamer motto. That's our like national anthem, right? When in doubt, pre-workout. <laughs> that's that's what we're famously um, known for I'm is working out, and definitely not sitting down and playing video games. Hey, we're all about the protein, mate. We're all about the protein. Four bits of four breasts are chatting every day. Just that protein, just protein Snickers bars, and everything. I'm all about the protein. <laughs> they make protein the better. I'm protein daft. I have to. I have to interrupt. This is fucking hilarious for me because I've I've actually been like working out and and working on myself like intensely working on myself, and this includes like workouts, oh, yeah, dietary. That's the type of shit that I'm actually doing right now. So it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're that guy. You're that guy. I don't know if you have ever seen that mean, but there's like some dating show where the guy's like, so what do you eat? And the guy's like, I have fish in the morning and fish after the gym, and I have a rice cake for my tea, and I have fish for lunch, or rice cake, <laughs> and I have fish for dinner, followed by a, a fish snack, then two rice cakes, and then I'll finish the night with some more fish. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah, that's, 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 I mean, that's a lot of fucking, that's, fish that's and a rice lot of cakes. protein. Yeah, raw, but protein, man, protein. I mean, that's, fish what, doesn't, about the mercury. In, in, yeah, well, I mean, I, so long as he's not in the U.S., I, I think he's fine. If he's anywhere other than the U.S., he'll probably be all right. Uh, the U.S. or Russia. Well, we don't know what kind of fish he's different. eating. Do you know I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, he might be in a lot of halibut or skate or cod or something exciting. You know what I mean? <laughs> a couple of kippers. That's a lot of kippers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a bit variety. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, he'd be a bit of truth. You know I mean, can he be actually just a single goldfish each meal? Jesus! <laughs> the end of it, the end of it, the end of time when you eat goldfish. <laughs> How did you get this? Well, I'm funny you should say that. I actually won it. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's low funny. in calories, also low in nutrition. I was going to say, don't go there because. You know, there's a, there's a TikTok trend waiting to happen there with people eating fish, oh, <laughs> just eating goldfish. Oh my god! It's, like, oh, no. No. it's just, it's just, I, I just, I, I weep for society. Ah. And society weeps for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's just kind of weeping at the same time, really. Like if you if you stop and think about it, it's just a constant. I don't constant stop and think about it because then I'll start weeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't. don't. That's what I'm getting at. Just don't think about it. Forget about it. You know, I mean? never think. <laughs> Why are you always in the rain, Stuart? I'm just, I just like standing in the rain. You <laughs> <laughs> can't see the tears in the rain. Honest. I mean, I just put the heat on in the car by mistake. It's, it's. I'm just sweating. <laughs> you live in Scotland, isn't it? Default rain. 
like there most of the time anyways <laughs> we don't like telling people that you know what i mean we like to at least pretend it's like, <laughs> it's like we went, come back back on topic when we went to Eurogamer, uh, it was really funny because my girlfriend was like should i take a coat and i'm like nah i'll be fine she's like are you sure because it's october literally every day t-shirt whatever i was out and with the guns out in the t-shirt like hey it's sunny it's, it was like everybody's wearing scarves and gloves around me and i'm like my god it's roasting here and it's like a beach <laughs> You're like, it's so mild. What are you guys doing? Get, get, the get me a can of lilt and some tropical dr- drums playing, you know what I mean? I'm having a ball. <laughs> I know. It's the same thing. Like, if you ever go, if you ever, like, uh, James and I are, are up in Northeast. So anytime we leave this area and go down uh, anywhere remotely more Southern than us um, during the winter, it's just like, oh my God, it's so hot out. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're it's just it's everyone else is like bundled up you know two three layers <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's just it's it's one of the things. so just... so where we are uh longitudinally wise is on on level with lisbon in portugal so that's like where we ah. are so you go further south to like where my father lives in florida everybody knows florida at this point it's the cesspool of america um yep, and it's a, uh, it's a trap it is. I go down there to play. I go down there to see him over the winter. And so the difference is, is probably it's about zero here. And I'm going to probably about 20 to 25 there. Yes, I did make that. did make that conversion for everybody. Um, yep. <laughs> mainly it's European important. listeners here. So I'm going to the heat. That you. It's, the, it's the humidity. It's the humidity. But I go down there. I'm in T-shirt. But it's humid as fuck up here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm in like shorts and a t-shirt. I'm like, this is great. You know, I'm out there also pale white because, you know, I've been up in snowland all day for half the year. And everybody's sitting there like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's only going to be 15 out. I can't, I can't handle it. And I'm sitting there going like, what's, what's wrong with you? The like winter jacket and stuff. This is is still short sleeve weather. Yeah, it's still short sleeve leather. (laughs) That's the zero. The short sleeve is the zero. Like freezing, still short sleeves. That's what's all about. You know what I mean? It's, It's the beauty of, of, of the world. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's 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 just bizarre, you know what I mean? Because um, it was really nice, that's the thing. It, it was the, the the irony of this year's EGX was it, was it, it had the, a good hotel, because I gamble, I, I rolled, I rolled dead dice, um, as they would say. Because <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic, I get sniffed out. There's the dates. So I knew the dates, um, like just before lockdown two, Electric Boogaloo ended in the UK before lockdown three, the revenge of the, the, the Tory started. Let's stay off the top, uh, off the politics, boys. Um, so I booked the hotel like in the middle of where they were begging you to book a hotel. So like I booked a hotel and then when we went down, I think I got the hotel for five nights for £180, which is buttons. Because when we were in the hotel, the same hotel wanted like 600 quid for the same duration when we were there. And I'm like, We've won a watch. Uh, just unfortunate that it was a like, great location, great everything. Everyone was fine. It was just a pity the show lacked the cojones to be like a, 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 a smash hit. That's the only thing that, uh, that hurt this year was it just lacked. It lacked that impact and it was a gutter because I was like, any other year it would be like a total dream. Just like you were walking distance to the hall. And it was great. It was just there wasn't any reason to walk to the hall. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I used to love about Birmingham was, you know, my brother drove us, which was great. We park in the car park directly outside the place. Five minute walk. Oh look, we're here queuing for an hour. Tell what, tell what. When I miss, I miss the court. I miss the court so much, man. Um, the court was amazing. It was the best one because it was like a kind of 
wee hub universe, so you had Dell's Court and you had mm-hmm. tube links everywhere, but then there was like every eatery and hotel was within like five minutes of the, the hall. So like guys were at the pub at the other side of the hall, you could walk there and then the way back it was like KFCs, McDonald's. I know, I know, every eatery in the world. Look at look at me, sophistication. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like an expo. You want something tasty and fast, and it was great, and it was just really nice. And then they went and knocked it down and tore up. Fucking bus station, there, so. is it? I don't know. I keep going to Google That's Earth. Right. It's the most bizarre thing. If you really want a sad trip, go to Google Earth and look at Earl's Court. And I think just now it's just the concrete, but there's hundreds of blue dots, right? Yeah. Because obviously people took pictures, and when you click on the blue dots, you go in. It's like 3D. 3D uh, panoramics, EGX based in them, and it's like the world that used to be. <laughs> it's like such a just a sad thing. Yeah, it was, it used to be a lovely place to go to. Um, it was getting old, but yeah, the, 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 fair do it was an old venue, but they should have they could have put the money in it and revamped it because it was personally it was when EGX with his was at its best was at the core. I just I just loved the location and everything about it, you know. Yeah, especially when they went two layers. Yeah. Because the top layer was the eight over eighteen stuff, and then the bottom layer was just the normal, every you know all the other bits, and it was just that at, at, at that point was perfect. And then, like I say, Birmingham never really took off. I think just because they couldn't get the talent, it was good, but it never had. That's why Birmingham Birmingham lacked that star power, like that, like like um, don't get me wrong, they had like thinking thinking back, but like. Um, Guys that made Deathloop. Um, oh, Bethesda. No, they had published it. Oh, um, um, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so long story short, the guy who was the lead on Deathloop was at EGX, but back when it was the Sonor 2 and stuff like that. So, like, the, 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 it's good to see people at one point and then years later, you're like, oh, I've met that guy. Oh, I know that guy. Uh, or I went to a talk with that guy and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember I was there. I was there the year The Apprentice was at EGX, and God, that was horrible. Um, <laughs> um, giving out apps that made sounds, it was the most thing. But I did get my face on TV. That's oh, my face. <laughs> I'm glad I, I seem to avoided that one. I mean, I remember the, the Apprentice was down at Loading Bar, <laughs> so oh. I had to go to Jimmy. It's like, what? What on earth? Tell you what, one of the, uh, to, to go back to the linchpin of this chat, it seems to be the one of the best years was they did an after hours chat with Nolan North, where basically I think it was like 50 people in a room once the show had shut and no one just sat and talked shit. And it was great because it was like, oh, wow, that's Nathan Drake. And it was just at that point where it was Nathan Drake, Batman Arkham was coming, so he's going to be the Penguin. And it was a really nice, intimate, like, behind the Actors Guild kind of chat. And um, they never did. I keep saying, I kept saying to them a few years after that, like, why these don't, why these never do this kind of thing again? Because it was great, because it was a wee free, for free, ticketed event within the show. So all you had to do was go and pick a ticket up and you were in. And then when you get in, it was just like, oh, wow, there's a gaming legend on the stage talking and you got to speak to him and stuff and it was really kind of casual thing and he was up for signing things and getting autographs and stuff i get free programs signed by him i know that's cheeky but you know hey come on you're gonna chance your arm you're gonna lose your arm yeah um oh yeah you don't ask don't get yeah sh- sh- shy bearings getting out is my somebody said insert elderly female parent grandmother auntie i don't know take your pick there's many um <laughs> <laughs> but um 
they never did go back to that kind of template and stuff. And it was just really, I, guys, I was there the year when the first, this was the best year because it was carnage and it was horrible. And you saw gamers <laughs> at the purest form, but it was the year when they basically said the first hundred people who got to play Call of Duty that year was Call of Duty Ghosts would get the prestige edition for free. Wow. Oh, yeah, that oh, old man. Wow. Just crap. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, I remember that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, thankfully we got there late. <laughs> yeah, it was I was I, 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 I do I do have that prestige edition and the digital camera, and um, yeah, there was like I just remember the the flood at the start because you know how they they had these big in the court they had like big concrete bollards where they put posters around them. And yep. it was like one of them started going way ninety degrees, and you're like, "Yeah, shit's getting real here, son." So like, it was just, un- and then funnily enough, after that, they announced we will never do a competition or anything like this ever again because you put, you put, you put the people's safety at threat. No shit, shut up. You're it's like, yeah, there was ways to do it, and there was ways to do it, and to basically say to get to the stand, the first was not the way to do it. You know what I mean? And then I remember standing there, and people were like trying to buy the ticket off you for fifty pound. Like I'll give you fifty quid cash right now, and I'm like, well, the thing's a hundred pound, and that, and I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just so bizarre and weird, and obviously we all know Activision did it because they're the bad guys. Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I just see the people at the booth, and I just go back to the Return of the King, where Aragorn's sitting there, just going to hold as the orc horde is coming <laughs> at him, just like oh, hold. Yeah, the flip side's us, and it's like fucking Maximus Megasus Degasus saying, "On my signal, unleash hell!" As they all just wander in, God, 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 God. I'm on the free shit, Never seen I so mean, many, oh, yeah. so many, so many people of various different body sizes run for mediocrity in my life. Oh, I, mean, I, remember. Wasn't most, I wasn't the most fittest person then. Either, I said you know. different body sight types. <laughs> but, you know, it, that was... A, that was um, you play at your strengths. Was, I mean, you play at your strengths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me yeah. running for something really quickly and having people bounce off me is not one of them. It's me, it's like saying to me, because that was the year we took him for a stag do because I'm the best, best man ever. Um... <laughs> And we, we went, and he's like, I'll tell you what, right, I'll, hold, I'll stay behind you, and you push hard, and then when you tire and fall away, I'll pull out, gun through. And he's like, I'm like, that's that's a really good strategy, because obviously he's faster than me, but I'm a unit. Um, I'm, I'm like a three-story <laughs> unit in a kitchen. Um, good spaces, <laughs> lots of storage, nice shelves. Um, great for storing oregano and <laughs> oregano. Uh, <laughs> we bit we bit musty, but you know, yeah, it happens to the bestest. Um and it was just it was just like they're the memories, but like the trample and then the killing and the clawing, they're the memories that never leave you. You just remember them and think, EGX. Yeah. <laughs> the time when they were, you know, the mm. stats and that were giving out free t shirts and just chucking them. Uh and then I I, I remember that in that used to this yeah, the sway the crowd. So that's my. It's the only time I really have fear is when there's a sway. Yeah, um, you know, I'm saying I'm staying out of this because my back can't take this shit. I don't <laughs> mind. Being, I don't mind crowds, but see when it start they start to sway from left to right. I, I, I nah, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I need. I need to. I need to get out. Crash your chips and leave, please. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Nah, it's 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 what it is, and it's as it is, it is what it is. Um, but no, it's a good it's it, it's it's a good event, and I'll know if anything said about. It. And I've been lucky enough to go to other events. You know, I'm not just a 
I mean, I've, I've sampled some of the world's finest delights and events. Um, <laughs> but I keep going back to, you know, the argument I was going to say is I keep going back to Eurogamer, but then you go to yourself, is it out of choice or is it just out of funds? And I'm going to say it's out of funds, but, you know, I mean, out of choice, I keep going back to EGX over and over again. You know I mean? Why go to Gamescom and E3 every year? Why? Why would you do that? That's madness, yeah, I know. It's like, live the real dream. <laughs> See, that, that's the thing. While I wouldn't mind being able to be in a position to go to Gamescom or E3, the, the one thing I, I have you to say, to, you, need to games, time, you need to get each of them once in your life. That's the that's that's my one thing is you need to do both of them at least once in your existence because it is like it, it's unreal. It's the both of them are very different shows and they have very different feels, but both of them are excellent um, for their own in their own rights. If you know what I mean? Yeah, because um, if you looked at it, if you put EGX and MCM together and they go, which one would you prefer? I would say. EGX flat out because I've been to a couple of MCMs and fuck me the second one I was bored shitless at the MCM depends how well they play the game like I said you when they play the games card but you also get the creepy like my girlfriend hates MCM because the creepy people are with it the creepy people um yeah Tish wait the, <laughs> the, 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 the free huggers are the creepy people see the folk that walk about with boards that are like ah oh, yes I have a I have a board that says free hugs and you're like that's weird especially when you're like a 14 year old girl and you're like mm, you wouldn't do that any other time of the year I'm just putting it right out there um, and I just think it's kind of that's kind of just you know, bring bring the furries in. Come, come on in, come on in. But yeah, they, 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 there's a kind of furry thing as well going on in that. And I've got none against furries. You do what you want. You're in time, boys. Just not in my time. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's a, it's a weird. Like I say, I think they're starting the deck for MCM's return rather than. But then there's a what two in the next month, aren't they? Because yeah, there's London next week, and then the yes. two weeks after there's Birmingham, isn't it? So it's so. a bit. Because I know Tish is going to be at the one in London in a couple of weeks. Um, the one, the thing about that was, and you, you brought it up earlier, the Tom Hiddleston bit for like two hundred and twenty-five to yeah. have. But the thing is, but it's the fact that female, female, okay, we want sixty quid. How does that work? It's not even like we are equal build in the show. He is okay. I am female. Okay, I am his counterpart. Equal build in my opinion. She wants sixty quid. He wants two hundred and seventy quid. It's like, yeah. how does that work? And it's I, like, oh, I, I, do you want to do you want a photo? Well, we can't. You can't. You can't hug me. No, no, there's a perfect class here instead. Yeah, but you can recreate that scene in Alien in Star Trek where Spock and Kirk put their hand up to the plastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, here's the funny thing because I have me and me and my girlfriend went to New York Comic Con before the pandemic hit, and Tom Hiddleston was there, and so was Paul Rudd. Now, would you, knowing the two, would you say is who's the more famous actor, Paul Rudd or Tom Hendelson? Or I would say Paul Rudd, more prolific, has done a lot more stuff besides the Marvel movies. Paul Rudd was asking for, in USD, $200 for a photo, an autograph photo, like he'd sign it too. And Loki was asking for $260 USD. It's like, it's fucking Paul Rudd. She got a picture. Yeah. It's 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 weird how much like like people are like oh that's no that's not Tom doing that that's his agent well Tom needs to have a bloody word with his agent and have a really quick word yeah. with that you know what I mean it's like somebody's over some somebody's over evaluating their worth in this world you know what I mean like Loki's all right but you're no Captain America no you're no 
you're Tony not Stark. Okay. Do you so, know what I mean? So here's Nick Fury. Like, where's this Loki? Let's, like, let's go. Like, let's, let's fucking do it. It's tangent time. We're doing the tangent crossover verse. Where does Loki come in the MCU list? Like, realistically speaking, you're talking 15th, 16th, 17th. Do you know what I mean? Like, so so there's, a, there's a specific element that uh, that goes into this cost. And this is something that I've I've looked at in the form of concerts. Um, and it is fangirl weight. And that is how hefty of a person in fangirl appreciation are they? Because Paul Rudd, I don't think, has as heavy a weight in fangirl uh, appreciation as he does in fanboy and fan man appreciation. Fan man. Yes. I am yeah. fan man. So th- <laughs> this is- the Avengers game? Please no come way. and find my only fans <laughs> for fan man. <laughs> So like See, Paul, Paul Rudd, each other, Paul and Rudd easily, waving. Paul Rudd is easily a more prolific actor, um, and has done more in things that aren't necessarily getting teenage girls excited. That's what it kind of boils down to, and I, I hate to say it because that's kind of what it what it boils down to. Because if you look at the concerts, the most popular amongst uh, young women have the most expensive concerts. No, the Rolling Stones is pretty expensive. Aerosmith are pretty expensive. Don't show me a sixteen-year-old who's into that, and I'll, I'll, I'll tip my hat. You know what I mean? One, but one second. The parents and raised them right. That's what happened. Let's look at this Aerosmith concert. I'm pulling it back. I'm pulling it back because you need to show me one that actually can name four songs and not just wear a pre-marked T-shirt that says Aerosmith. I'm an Aerosmith fan. Name me three songs that are not X, Y, and Z. God, name me. Name, so, name me, a, name me a song off an album that isn't X, Y, or Z. You know what I mean? Now we're getting really. So the, uh the the balcony one tickets for I'm using Aerosmith's just uh, Lisbon uh, using the balcony one tickets which is I think the closest um, that'd be four hundred three that's four hundred and three <laughs> who's who's fucking popular with Ed Sheeran I don't uh, BTS Ed Sheeran yeah. uh, Ed Sheeran BTS, <laughs> BTS ticket oh, featuring Ed Sheeran um, <laughs> I want to. I want to see. I gotta. I gotta go with the the November one. Jesus fucking Christ! Why is this loading so long? What I will Check say availability. in defense of stars and that being at these events like Collectomania, um, is the venue doesn't pay them Great, to be there at all. So anything they make is what they're charging that day for photos and autographs and all this. Aye, so he's putting the worth on himself as the product. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's valuing him and his time, is that? And, well, unless you're okay. Jesus Christ, I don't think he can charge that kind of money. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so here's, here's, uh, I gotta, I gotta bring this one up. So we're looking at, we're looking at different venues. So there's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a little bit of caveat on this. Um, the, the furthest point for Aerosmith is 225. So the, okay. the far tickets is 225. That's, that's the cheap seats. Yeah, the, that's the cheap seats. The cheap seats for BTS. And this is this is Lisbon, Portugal, versus the BTS cheap seats for uh, Inglewood, California. Is three hundred and fifty. The expensive seats for that is thirty four hundred dollars. Is that we are meet and greet, or is that just a seat? That's just the seats, I think. Uh, I don't I think BTS has the meet and greet on the list. The meet and greet is four thousand for um 
for uh for Aerosmith. That's oh, Steve oh, Tyler. The level, the level five hundred. The level, yeah, the level five hundred is. Uh, I think that's the most expensive one. Let's see. I'm I'm scrolling down to see the actual costs here. Um. Oh God. Oh God. Oh no. Ugh! Ugh! This is terrible. <laughs> um. Is there anybody okay, alive? So, is there anybody alive? There we go. Money to see because that's that was my opening gambit when I said that I was like because okay. I went. Is there anybody that's breathing that I would pay that kind of money to actually meet? And I don't think there is. And then my best mate said you'd you'd pay it to see Tom Cruise. And I'm, I, I, well, yeah. that's uh, a good quite that's a good point. I mean, if he was dressed as Maverick, oh, that's, uh, yeah. That's, so uh, so the front row seats for uh, the front row seats for um, for Aerosmith is four hundred and three for Lisbon, Portugal. The front row seats for uh, California for BTS is seventeen hundred. Mm. I mean, that's WrestleMania ringside tickets. That is that price. But then it's the price. As I as I as I go back to my favorite thing just now, it's, it's the price of fandom. Yeah, which that's, weighs heavily that's exactly on all of us. Do you know what I mean? All right, hold on. Let's. I got Fenway here, so let's see if I can find somewhere like physically close to Fenway for BTS here. Um, I remember paying thirty-five pound for a, a cancelled Limp Biscuit concert. Can't, uh, my girlfriend got at that same con, New York Comic Con, because we went there. I think we spent like ninety dollars. Cam, well, who did whose picture did you get taken with at New York Comic Con? Mask. We fragno. We fragno. Which doctor did you get your picture with at, at New York Comic Con? <laughs> Uh, Wolfram was near the doctor. <laughs> he should have been. Yeah. It was um it was He's uh Hulk doctor, you know the one in between the war doctor. <laughs> He's oh, the one that just runs a boot shooting. Eccleson. Uh, it was tenth <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was it was Eccleson. Right. Yeah. And he was like, like and, an, and he was like sixty bucks. Do I look like yeah. an arsehole? Do I? <laughs> That's the best. That's the best slide Eccleston ever delivered in Fast and the Furious. Really close to three hundred pounds for. Fast and Furious going sixty seconds. Tom again was fifty bucks. The Doctor Who people. McCoy was twenty bucks, forty bucks for an autograph. Did the Brett McCoy? Did Brett McCoy at the freezer for the event? Yeah, yes, they did. I actually have the picture right there. I could bring it down and show you guys. Last time I saw him, he was, he was so think, close I'd, to the corpse, it was unreal. Tenet, <laughs> I think the best Tenet examples in... Whatever was like 100 and something. Yeah, Tenet with John Barrowman yeah. before uh, he got in trouble. Oof, Dwayne like Barrowman. Oof, and I'm... Oh. Oh, I, don't, I don't know about that. He's, he's on, you know. Yeah, so like, if you're if you're looking at costs for, for you know, fandom privilege, um... For their their ability to run ticket prices up, the, I think the best examples would be running um, David Tennant versus uh, oh, what's his name uh, the the younger not the, younger, the newer Smith. old Smith? not Matt Smith the other one the next one um uh, oh uh, Capaldi yes 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 <laughs> run Matt yeah. Matt uh, run run either Matt Smith or David Tennant versus Peter Capaldi and you will see. Uh, yeah, David Tennant can, or Matt Smith running those numbers way higher than Peter Capaldi. But I know a pub David, uh, David Peter Capaldi drinks in, so I could just walk in at a pub and see him. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> sorry, sorry to bust your bubble, you know what I mean? <laughs> folk, folk, folk I meet in the street don't count as celebrities. That might be a Scotland thing, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you're alright. <laughs> Good. Like, oh, mm -hmm. hey, uh, yeah, I got cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all coming back again. <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> this episode, the cunt show. <laughs> oh, I can't even name it that. I, 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 I mean, I can put an asterisk where the you would be. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, we invite on another cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You expected a gaming podcast. <laughs> Bear in mind, I did say, I'll spare you 15 minutes. That was four hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you must be enjoying yourself when you lose track. Well, at least we're hoping you're enjoying yourself. I'm having, a, I'm having a whale of a time. A humbug whale of a time. Real, speak, real talk, though. He's really just you know here out of sheer pity because he heard our uh, our comedic takes and he's just like, oh my god, this is terrible. He he's like, we'll we'll, st- we'll stuck with two Americans. That <laughs> shit. There's no humor. There's no there's no entertainment value. Stop <laughs> to me. Save the day. You want to be laughing with them, not at them. Because <laughs> normally I would just laugh at them. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just let them carry on and just go, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> while crying. <laughs> because he thought about it. He, he took the time to think about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, thank you so much for being on today, mate. You know me. I'm, I'm, I'm always there. I'm always about work for home. You know what I mean? I don't need to worry. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I'll be interesting. I will be interested to see what the outcome is, but of MCM, I'll be just, just, just to kind of book tail it because I'm really, I, I've a feeling what will be a wash with people at MCM going, oh look, there's Loki himself. You know what I mean? But I, I don't. It must be a ratio. He must only want to meet three people or something. So I mean, there must be a kind of a ratio to how many people will pay to see him. Because there's no way your average man, Joe Bloggs on the street's going to pay that kind of money. See, who else decided this time? See, when I was at New York Comic Con, I was was taking a piss, and right next to me was uh, James Marsters. And he was like, so it was just like, so I'm like, okay, yeah. And then we were both watching hands, and I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, good. I'm like, you doing all right? He goes, yeah, man, it's been busy. I'm like, I can see it. Well, good luck to you. He said, thanks. And that was it. I'm like, all right, I met James Marsters in the can at New York Comic Con. I don't need to go get an autograph or anything. That's perfect enough for me. Yeah. Well, let's see who's who's at this uh, Comic Con. Have they released have they released the price for hey? Because I really want Snake to be like forty quid to me, just so it'd be like a big like Snake can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> David David say- Hater can do no wrong. Yeah. It's like so, if he's forty, he, he he's not he's not asking for more than forty quid. No, way, like fifty quid. I don't think he will. I think he's a decent human being. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> know that Tom Higgleston isn't a decent human being, but you know what I mean. Prove me. I'm on that. It's that meme on my table. Prove me wrong. Show me he's a decent human being. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say how much though on there. Doesn't say how much. Yeah. The, the, the MC. That's the as well. The MCM site's total dog shit. It's like the worst website in the world. Instead of having a big thing telling you who's coming and stuff, it's basically like, buy tickets, buy tickets now. You must buy tickets. Wait, let, let's have a look here. I don't want to buy tickets. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's see how much. Right, okay. Uh... You're, not... Spend, you're, you're spending our invisible money now, it's aren't you? It's MCM Comic Con, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Right. Okay. So a photo opportunity with David is £54. Fant- and I bet you he does a pose or something solid, snaky. Oh, he doesn't just sit there like Avil. He doesn't sit there like Avil Ravine. Just don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> Although <laughs> the flip side of that is, I saw a TikTok today. Somebody saying they met a wrestler and the guy put his arms around her, and you could physically see she was like ready to hook the guy. And I'm like, yeah, there's a kind of. It's like I don't mind a handshake, a pat on the back, but touching people who you don't know is a bit. Like, let's talk about this, kids. Touching people you don't know is weird. Having signs saying free hugs is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. do Unless, <laughs> unless you know, is, is it okay if I give you a hug? Yeah. <clears throat> and then it's yeah. yes, and then that's fine. But the table autograph for David is 30 quid. That's 30 quid for Solid Snake. I would get five games signed with him happily. Smiley face. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, that for that absolutely thirty even fifty is not is not too bad of a shout for a picture with him. I'd be fine no. with that. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, decent. It's a decent enough. It's once you start getting more expensive than the game that they're from. That's when I kind of begin to question it. <laughs> it's the same with Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings is just fifty four and thirty. Yeah. They're, 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 you can go to a comic con and have a good time and get some meet some people and not have to spend a fortune. Do you know what I mean? It's just some like like I was saying, like the majority. I think the majority of the MCU people who are there are sixty to meet and get a picture with. Which yeah, okay, like like Daredevil's there. Is the Punisher there? I'm sure I saw the Punisher was announced. John, which is the Bertol Bertol? Is that his name? I can't remember. But I'm sure I saw the Punisher maybe going, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be quite cool." But at the same time, you're kind of like, "They aren't really in topical shows at the minute. They're not really on the pace lap, you know." If you want to be like that, you know, that's the other thing as well. And it is obviously Loki's putting Loki. <laughs> we call him Loki. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's putting <laughs> money into the weight of the show, isn't he? That's his kind of thing. The new is he's 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 using the the kind of success success the success of the the, the Disney Plus show. Is the kind of catalyst, didn't he? And I, I, again, we can argue to the cows come home, but I think that's wrong. Is but I wonder if Walt Disney would say. <laughs> Honestly, but, uh, I, I've a... thought that before too. Like, what I mean, would Walt say about the current climate of Disney? Let's defrost them and have a word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what now, I mean? Do that. Make sure there's two holes at the back of his neck and. He's right into that freezer. Sorry, I have a different image of Walt Disney. Um, and my, mine is that he's actually living in the center of that huge Epcot dome, like the throne of the Emperor of Mankind for 40k, and all the lost children <laughs> are being fed to him to keep him alive. Um, <laughs> that get, that, get, that, that, that get dark, really dark. <laughs> It's have you ever been to Disney? I, I wouldn't it's, doubt it. It's uh, very dark. It's kind of screwed up place. I've I, I've not been yet, although I have been a gun put to my head and I've been told I'm going. Not, not by my choosing. You know, it's not not my choice. Epcot's great because you can get drunk. Like I, I got I got a pass that like let me get drinks. Like I paid for my drinks up front. I went and got drunk around the world. Then I went and got drunk again and then continued drinking around the world. Then stayed for fireworks, got so drunk and pissed in a uh, Mickey Mouse uh, hedge. 
Meanwhile, while everybody's singing, it's a it's a it's a small words, it's a wonderful word. One of those songs, and I'm sure they're just singing along with it as I'm the magic. So, I was going <laughs> to magic right here. Mad world. I was gonna say, it's, it's that's that's the Disney magic. That's the that's what you paid your money for, kids. Yeah, to see a man empty his bladder into a hedge. <laughs> and it wasn't like just like the Mickey Mouse hedge. Like it was the face, and like I was <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, some fan art is right. Write that down. Write went, that down. I went, went out my way to make sure it was the face. <laughs> I ain't missing. I got one shot. I got one shot at this. Yeah, I'm hitting him. That was that was the thought. Like I said, intoxicated James is like, I have got was, one shot at this, and I'm in a roped off corner area. So it was the what you caught in you. It was a Star Wars fan, wasn't you? This is for luck. Right in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah. This one's for Han. <laughs> <laughs> See, he shot first. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, and then Disney killed him. Boy, uh, sorry, sorry there, sorry there, folks. Uh, I've spoiled a mediocre movie. Sad times. Ah, uh, very sad times. <laughs> so what have we what, what have we learned today? We've learned that expos can be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they have content. Yep. If they don't have overpriced celebrities. We've learned that young girls like Ed Sheeran and Elton John featuring Ed Sheeran. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, Best um, concert I ever saw in my life was in it was a Elton John concert. Oh, uh, guy played. I do like Elton John songs. I, I, I like was a big Elton John, John fan, but he put on a great show. It, it was very entertaining. Well, it's it's one of the it's one of the ones, but it's like he, he's reimagined himself with kids. With kids, no, sorry, restrict that, restrict that statement. Sure. He's reimagined himself for a younger audience of musicians now, isn't he? Because he's just released that album with like uh, horror that did the Jaguar advert. Yep. And that young guy who's an American with a keyboard. I've I saw them live, and it's like Elton John's got a grand piano, and he's got a tiny Casio, and I'm like. That is what you call somebody been put in their place. It's like, <laughs> oh, um, it, it's um, Little Nas, Little Nas, yeah, the, you, the, the the rapper. He's not really a rapper, but is kind of pushing the envelope. Prince to Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can play keyboard with me, but it must be a small keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and you must start on a really small stool and look really awkward <laughs> to the left of the stage. And you mustn't touch me at the end of the song. <laughs> okay, Alan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reg. I'm sorry I said you had a wig. It's not my fault. You have a wig anyway. Um, but, um, yeah, I can't tell it's, it's one of the ones. It's, 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 I think at the end of the day, the story of the episode is fandom is how much you're willing to put on something. And if you're willing to put a lot of money on it, then all the strength to you. Because you can't take mm-hmm. it with you when they put you in the ground. But you can have a hell of a good time getting there. Mm-hmm. Cutting clothes. Yeah. Good night, fans. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. That's a- <laughs> that's a- that's a- that was my Jerry Springer moment. So I want to take your kids. Fury Final Four. Hi. I was meant to be here for 15 minutes. I hijacked the show and I've rode it hard and well. Good point. <laughs> well, we can just call that content. 
Hey, we had an easy week. We, we, we had an easy week offering we were going to talk about. We had news! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, mate, for coming on for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, 15 minutes in Scottish time is quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost three hours, yeah. I mean, do we, yeah. do, uh, do we not do what we've been playing section? <laughs> we normally do. And if you want to talk about what you've been Wait, playing, go right out ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll put that in the Patreon cast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know how get, I don't know how these cool guys work, you know what I mean? It's like the after show party. <laughs> Patreons only. <laughs> you got to put premium for that stuff. That's our Pornhub stream. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we take requests. Um... <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, what have I been playing? Pretty much everyone I spoke about. Everything that was EGX, and wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, like I say, it's, it's been fun. Um, and, yeah, it's been different. I don't know if we'll learn anything from the episode. Um, <laughs> you'll have to change your locks when you leave, because I'll probably try and get back in again, as is the way with me in podcasts. Um, that's that's how I that's how I started. I I got invited when me and Will started. I got invited as a guest host on a different show six years ago, almost seven now. And they're like, oh, we just kept letting do they didn't like let me not be in the Discord anymore. So they're like, oh, we need another person. So I just keep showing up, and eventually I started hosting it. And then immediately, not immediately. Oh, I shouldn't say immediately, but pretty much as soon as you found out that I I do content online too it was just like hey you want to jump in for an episode and then uh two episodes later left. we start this <laughs> he never left it's like god damn it he was only meant to be here for the start of it not the it, end it's it was it was hey, literally let, let, let me run the podcast for you if you don't want to do it anymore mate yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcasting is the greatest art form in the world unless you have to edit that's that's what life has taught me. I've been around long enough to know it's great to talk, but it's horrible to edit. And the secret is, if you can get somebody who's willing to edit, they become the anchor point of a cast, and they're always on at every show. Do you know why they're always on at every show? Because they have to edit, and you've always got the one up on them. And oh, you were on the show as well. But so when you were you were on the show. You have to edit. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting out of this one, my friend, because you're having to edit it. But um, that's why yeah, I do. Graphics. Editors will keep it on trap. Uh, on track so much hard so much harder than anyone else. Like, I'm, I'm the editor for this like, show I and, I, and I derail it more than anybody okay but can we really call it editing when you just slap the intro and extra out <laughs> no I don't even do that I just trimmed out all the DMCA stuff and just send it live It's it still has to get done and then uploaded and a reasonable <laughs> amount of time before Will asks me where you know 13 episodes into season 6 and goes have you, have you want to upload episode 3 probably <laughs> In, in like yeah, a reasonable it's been six months. <laughs> hey, last two went out on time. Right? You're relatively happy with that? Yes. See? That's the thing. It's 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 again it's it's an unsung it's it's an unsung. It was it was a it was a great novelty podcast and then the BBC during lockdown realized that they can do it for nothing. And they flooded the market with everybody and anybody. Can you speak? You've got a podcast. You know, the Netflix of the podcast world. Like, Dermot really talks about plot pants. I don't really give a care, uh, care about how more plot pants. You know what I mean? Even though I can't say pot plants properly. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> nah, it's, it's, it's always a rush. It's always a rush. Um, what a rush. Um, <laughs> podcasting, because you never know. 
what, what, what insanity comes in. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there was the, and I think we can all discuss, we can all agree the greatest moment of this show's history. One of its peaks was the, uh, 50 shades of gray board game discussion. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Where yep. we have a bunch of podcasters and streamers together. And one of them realized says, Oh, I got the 50 shades of gray board game. And then 30 minutes of us just finding out what this game is, how much it costs, how much to play it, that there was an expansion for it and just dying. Laughing oh, the entire time. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they made an expansion for it as well. They made an expansion. Yeah, don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> there was the, uh, Porn mags and pastries episode. Yep, there, there was there was the, there was the port mags and pastries. There was the gas station uh, uh, episode, which was uh, a pe- get yourself a tank of you know a tank of petrol and a pull off, you know just just various masturbation jokes tied to petrol stations. To be fair, you've given me a chance of having a wank here now than getting a tank of petrol. But you know what I mean, that's um, that's that, that's that's topical. Uh, there was Elon Elon Musk hat girls from Mars. Yep, yep, with John yep. S. Reed, which was a very weird one. <laughs> and then, of course, there was the Booty Bass Squad, who you met one of them earlier, who was on the show. Anal Ring Toss. Yep. The Christmas family game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good 30 minutes, too. <laughs> so, you know, they can't, we can't really say we keep on track much. <laughs> video There's game no podcast, real brand folks. here. Yeah, video game podcast. We talk about video games and uh, uh, talk in and around them. But we love doing it live because this sort of stuff comes out. Whereas you script oh, it and record it, it's like, well, today uh, I did this and it was, uh, it was, it was all right. And yeah, I, I don't like that. You know, that was one of the things we, we talked about when actually starting Tig Whippy was we'll do it live. Yep. Then we can I wasn't involved in that conversation. I was basically just like last minute like, hey, Chris, get the fuck on here. You're part of this now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we realized three is, three is a better dynamic than two. Yeah, last second, right before I came in. Yeah, you need an anchor point. You need, you need because if you've only got two, you, you end up in a kind of null space where you can never win an argument. Yep. You need yeah, that. It goes, you, need, it goes. you need a breaker. You need somebody who's willing to, to to be for or against to break any arguments. So if you end up tossing one with just two folk, you never end it. It just ends up being a stalemate, and oh, it's we, never fun. Yeah, we always have a devil's advocate. One of us will take up yep. the counterpoint, even if we don't like the counterpoint. Yep, every time. That's 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 the key to success. Four folk makes things a wee bit kind of weirder, but you can uh, you can uh, fudge it. You can uh, fudge your way through it um, as well because. Uh, rec- no, free. Obviously, I've always ever done free. Also, editor's secret is the more people on a podcast, the more they hate editing the podcast. Um, <laughs> then, then we had like the what was it, nine people? Oh, god, that was hurting cats. Nine, Jesus. That was that was, that was wild special. and amazing. Oh, that, yeah, where we all wore suit jackets. Just I was in a suit jacket, and then like because it was the thing, and I was doing it as a joke, and then everyone's like, "Oh, we're wearing suit jackets today!" And all of a sudden, everybody's in suit jackets. <laughs> Just a, that was that was a four that. hour. That was four hours. That was a four hour podcast. That one. That one was a marathon. When nine people. Yeah. yeah. How do you even how do you even organize? Is that just a video call and everybody puts their hands up when they want to talk? Yeah. So this is this is the reason why Will doesn't complain too much about um 
when I, I take long to edit because I'm also the guy who's handling the technical stuff and getting everybody's screens in and everything. Uh, that was a Skype call that I then created a video piece box for each person and then cut their video in, sliced it into the thing, so then like positioned the screen, everything just right. So also when people dropped out, it changed the way the video looked and I had to edit it in real time. So yeah, got all that. Then Discord for audio because Discord gives you the best audio. And yeah, just, oh, so some, 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 some people say, yeah, some people say it works for us, works good enough for us. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have something more specific, like to the, to the individuals, like, um, if you had more, more time to proprietarily like edit audio into a specific voice chat, I'm sure you could get much better audio between people than, uh, the I, I, I've, I've known a few, I've known a few boys that are right into audio editing and some of it is terrifying. Because they've done like um, <laughs> there's guys I know that did a, a podcast and they lost their audio, so they sat and redid their audio, but at like <laughs> like answering the partner, so they forgot what they were talking about. So they played the the, the guy in the podcast audio and then they filled in the blanks fresh, mm-hmm. and it's like that's insane. Like that is utter insanity. It's like so you you technically had the conversation with a pre-recorded conversation. It's like yeah, and I tried to get within an inch of being right on the audio take and I'm like wow that's um, yeah. dedication this guy also cuts out ums and ahs ums and ahs the, 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 the curse of the modern world yeah, no not here luckily once again that's the beauty of having three people is that if you have two you get kind of ums and ahs in the backs and forth with three people usually somebody's jumping in especially people who have done it for long enough together somebody will jump in while where somebody else would say an um or an ah so you instead of you hearing one of us say that it just kind of like somebody else picks it up and you have that dialogue kind of going so there's constantly something happening yeah, in podcasting i wonder if this has evolved into the art of podcast they are podcasting a free weekly show i mean <laughs> what is this this is we, we've done six we've done this for six years this is our sixth year of doing yeah. this so it's it's gotten comfortable for us. Yeah, it's yeah. um any other any other type of product or not product uh <laughs> production is what I'm looking Back for. On the sponsor trail. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, sponsor, hashtag sponsor, not sponsor. Um any any other project that I'm working on, I pretty much always go for for either James or Will to to jump in on. Mostly James because our time matches up a lot better. Uh, uh, that that big ocean is a bit of an issue. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. Water and time don't mix very well, especially when it's across that much. Exactly. Uh, so, like, like you said, you can see Peter Capaldi if just because he's like, you know, his pub he drinks at. I'm a 10 minute drive from his house. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I, I, I am clearly uh, the alcoholic in this situation, too. Um, so, that being said, it's just bringing on James onto pretty much any of the other projects makes things so much easier because I know someone who has the same level of cadence being able to jump in and jump out as I'm going without, you know, interrupting the content, but also being able to pick up the slack where I am falling back and like where I'm running out of steam on a, you know, a vamp of something. If, if we're really running for time, like right now, uh, <laughs> running for time, we can talk about anything, whatever you fancy, we can talk about. I mean, I can't wait to meet the stars of the What If Marvel series. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, well, what I certainly won't see brilliant. it uh, because I don't care. <laughs> oh, really I've good. lost interest. What If's oh. really good. If you if 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 you're a fan, uh, if you're a fan of Marvel, it, it, there's some really nice bits in it. You know what I mean. But if you don't care, you don't care. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, the the only big thing that we're looking at at the moment will be in about three weeks' time when it's X Life. Yeah, <gasps> mm-hmm. the big ass charity that we're part of again. We've raised <sighs> over ten grand for. Tom Higgleston hasn't raised that much. You know what I mean? But he's charging you almost that much to get a, a picture. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. So it's all, it's all about pulling back to past your, uh, past episode references. We just keep pulling the pulling that big rope. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, trust me, I pulled It's back. just a giant loop. It's, it is. <laughs> like, it, it, it's after a while, that if you notice, like, these things start to take on their own lore. So, like, this show has its own backstory and re- internal references, like, um, mm-hmm. Teacup Dog. Yeah, our our Lord and Savior may he uh, may he rain upon you. There was the there was the entire like three seasons where like I was like keeping Chris hostage in the basement. Then he escaped. And then he found the secret underground bunker. Um, that yep. was three yep. seasons. That was an adventure. Yep. <laughs> that's that's kind of like um, I, I know I, I, not self promotion because it's horrible, but I may appear on a podcast and one of your podcast mates have died at least four times, and uh, now he's an android. Quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's actually, solid, he's, solid he's actually, taking notes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're straight, straight. So it's like, yeah, welcome to the cast. Um, got some sad news. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian's passed away. He kind of died, and uh, he's bought him back, but as an android, and he's not a very good android. And it's quite funny because because the whole idea of your podcast is we're set on a spaceship. Oh my god, there's only like five foot listeners, but um, we were just set on a, a spaceship, and the spaceship's called the Ghost of Kojima because I can't say Ghost of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that game, the ninjas set on the island for the PS4 that got a really janky upgrade for the PS5, and uh, so that's why it's called the Ghost of Kojima. And we every every episode we've got a new job. We all we keep getting them. It's kind of like Red Dwarf meets Hitchhiker's Guide mixed with a games podcast. Um, <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's uh, it's the it's the Gamer's Guide to the Galaxy, an interstellar podcast. <laughs> No. I, wish, I wish I was kidding on, but it's true. It's actually there. <laughs> it exists. It's uh, me. Uh, you think you are good at Americans and British. Um, we have got myself, uh, who could be classified as Scottish, um, Brian, who's an American, and uh, Charles, who is a Kiwi. So you try getting a New Zealander, oh. an American, and a British guy hooked up for time zones. Woo-hoo! That's why it's interstellar, because... At least one is or not two is or running on rocket fuel. Yes. <laughs> oh, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, but um, with the the seven o'clock EST, which is like midnight for Will, which is which is why we do ten a.m. EST. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock <laughs> GMT. I'd have to remember. It's like, are we, are we still on summertime? Are we not? Yeah. <laughs> Our sweet spot seems to be half past seven on a Friday night. It seems to be the the magic hour <laughs> because it's like it's um half seven at night. Boom boom. Uh, Brian, I think it's like in the afternoon, and literally Charles rolls out of bed. <laughs> 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 it's like yeah it's like i'm awake it's like yeah you're ready to go it's like uh, can i take the sleep with my eyes it's like nah nah we're we're going hot baby the, the red light's on you know what i mean we're in there um i think we're 15 shows 16 shows in it but we're like a, we were a hybrid of another podcast that was a dark souls podcast which was rather bizarre so it was um there's a whole dark souls ethos to it their their pod I joined them. No the other way around they didn't join me. Yeah. 
you know, we've got a podcast we're looking for a games journalist hey, I mean, uh, to manage the meters you know what I mean to other sides of the world I get Disney matter anything's possible anything's possible with feeling it's back to Disney um, but yeah no, it's, I've, I've, I've been on an illustrious career of podcasts that are scattering the road when my time comes there's many a burnt wreck people can point to like um, I've been on a few I'm thinking about it and we know at least five as a regular at one point um, some still going some age to time and space I got kicked off a podcast once because I hated Titanfall there's a good story there was uh, any way to get kicked off of a podcast for hating uh, things uh, uh, it's uh, probably, hate. probably James and I would get immediately evicted from half of them oh, uh, yeah. I, hate it. I hated Titanfall and with the, we were on eight-man squad, <laughs> an eight-man team, but it was done in such a way that it was rotational. The idea was, lots of bodies, podcast whenever you want! You know what I mean? Um, and I had views on Titanfall 2, um, extremely <laughs> views, and I also would cut down one of my co-hosts, like, every time every time we would talk, I would just, it was like a, a, an axe to his head. I'd just be like the bluntest person, so, um, and your pointer scholar, and I would start arguments with him. And there was this whole thing, there was this whole thing about how people don't want to listen to a podcast where there's, where people are disagreeing in arguments. They want sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. And I'm like, no, no, the best podcasts are the podcasts where people actually bring a topic to a table and people actually talk about it. And maybe they don't talk about it in the right sense. Maybe they have arguments like, Titanfall 2, what's what we're, re- we're falling back in time to relive it. But the whole thing about Titanfall 2 is I'm like, it's 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 basically like a virtual hug the game. It's not a shooter game for shooter fans, it's a shooter game for non-shooter fans because A, there's a gun in it that shoots everything with foot aiming and it keeps telling you how great job! He didn't see that coming. What a guy! Hey, can I come to yours for dinner? It just keeps patting you on the back every kill. It's like you're doing grand, and then you realise the minute you come up against a real person, you get your balls handed to you in a nice little box. <laughs> You've been schooled. It's like yeah, and it's like, I think the, the pinnacle it was. I was like, like, tell you what, I can go into any given match and get a hundred bot kills with a smart pistol, and I'll not even try. And I think I'm sure I streamed it, and I just was like. And at the end, I had like 110 bot kills, and I'm like, um, yeah, I, I, pass. And it was like, it was really funny because the guy like took it as like a, an attack on him and his mental position in life, and that was undermining him, undermining him. And it was really bizarre. And at the end of the day, I ended up going to LA and get my foot in front of BT because of the full size statue. And I just went, <laughs> Titan shite. And that was the that was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of me in that podcast and I was showing the door here is the door please leave <laughs> and, um, well that and also I wanted to write on their website and I was saying like why say something in a hundred words why say something in ten words when you can say it in four words because obviously yeah. that's the way some of us are trained and they were but maybe some of us want to say it in ten words but I'm like yeah but your average person's got the attention span to an act when reading stuff online so you need to be yeah. on it all the time and it was just a big argument about how they were wanting to do like 400 500 words long essays about stuff that was really relevant where you could do it in 200 and say goodnight to this day yeah. to this day two of the people who started a fight with me on that podcast have yet to write any content i think that's like four or five years since that podcast i get kicked <laughs> off it. so um, i'm still waiting i'm still waiting for that heroic piece to come out the woodwork that proves that 
I, they were right and I was wrong. But um, th- th- here's a question. Are they sending out pictures saying hashtag gift, hashtag gift? Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, sadly they're not, but... Well, they did get some indie games for free, but you know. <laughs> I mean, they do it for the love. I like, like, well, any secret, man. This is the truth. We all do it for the love of it. We don't yes. do it just for shits and giggles. Like, we do it for the the enjoyment, uh, like the games, the people, the lifestyle. You know, what I mean, it's like we're not here to get rich. None of us are here to get rich. That's that's part two. Wait, of the episode. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's no money in this shit. <laughs> Fuck me, I'm out. <laughs> I, I, I read about games, right? But my real job is where I'm sitting building a newspaper in my back kitchen while not podcasting. Honest. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's like I sit and build a newspaper for a living. I'm a graphics man. That's my actual. That's what pays my mortgage. The bit on the side is the bit I really enjoy and. That it's like that's where the fun comes is from the writing and all that and that's why when you get a chance to talk to people you actually it, it means something because you're like wow that's a guy who made a video game I played and I really enjoyed no wow I got we're, we're back we're right back to the beginning it never ends war war never ends but war never changes the majority of people the majority of good people in this community ecosphere hobby sphere call it what you will um do it for an actual out and out love of just the the, the, the thing you know what i mean and yeah it's cool to hate it's cool to hate um so people say but at the same time it's like you can it's harder to love than it is to hate i find that's also a, a motto i love by a wee bit is it's harder to find the good in things and kind of find why it's good and why it's, it's better than blah 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 than it is to run in like EGX there you go like I said at the start when we're talking about it you can rip like some people wrongly so just shat on it for a height and shat on it for no reason um, and I understand I still can't get my head around certain avenues of the, why they were shitting on it because I'm like you live in a country where wearing face masks and stuff isn't prohibited whereas I live in a country where you must wear a face mask all the time I'm like, how can you get angry at EGX for stuff like that? I don't understand. Um, and at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, it's easy enough to pick the faults and things, but why, finding the good points is the hard points. And even if you're not overselling it, like, no one's going to turn around and be like, God damn, I missed a great expo there. No, they'll be like, oh, it was, it was a fun weekend. If you were local, it was great. If you weren't local, I'd be no worth traveling 400 miles for. Hmm. Maybe. But at the same time, it's a holiday, isn't it? after a long time so they kind of like well I'm having a good time you know what I mean and it's the, that's the kind of thing same with games like you can tear games I knew Arsenal left right and centre and gave them all one and a half two out of fives or do like for the new Far Cry it's Far Cry you play Far Cry you know what you're getting if you like Far Cry it's basically they've maybe went a bit to Assassin's Creed and that they've went gone big instead of gone home and a lot of folk are thinking, but the folk out there are shitting on it, going, oh, it's just another Far Cry. It's boring. It's that's not people who like Far Cry like what it does. Checkpoints, maps, missions, variety, over the top stuff. But there's cockfighting in it! Oh no! Oh no! There's cockfighting! I'm gonna be extreme here. The game mirrors the culture in which it is based here by being you tell me if I go to Mexico City, I won't see cockfighting in the streets. As 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 an American, when they came out with Far Cry Five, and I saw everything was going, I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of part of the Midwest. That's that's that's, that's the fact. I don't get it. It's like this shouldn't be in video games in this day and age. But then technically, it's mirroring the culture. Like, I'll be amazed if there's no cockfighting in Forza 
five, a rising five. Do you know what I mean? Is I drift a Subaru, run a farm. If I don't see two cocks giving it bigger. <laughs> if not, just slap them on the side of your car. Yeah, what I was going to say is what you'll find is Horizon will be delayed because Xbox are having it again and take out the cockfighting. <laughs> but it just, it's just so bizarre. Like, it's like, it's like, as I was saying the day about the thing, it's like, it's first world problems. Like, it's like, it's a thing that happens. It really is. Like, yeah. Cockfighting happens in the world, right? People eat <laughs> if anything. horses. People eat horses in the world. It might not be your like, People eat dogs and cats in the world. It might not be to your taste, right? But it's a thing that happens in the world. Yeah, right? people eat bats. Sometimes they're out in open markets, and sometimes yeah. they have diseases, and then things happen. They people shouldn't eat monkeys. bats because bats I mean, are amazing. People, people fuck monkeys with, <laughs> with Ebola, and shit gets fucking funky. <laughs> but it's that's the thing. It's like it's it's like it's just like the height of like Western Western Western, but Western civilization is like people complaining because they put like that element in the game. Sure, it's it's a it's a thing. Does it affect does it does it affect me watching it? Not really. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not up there doing and call me a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it's a thing, and I totally get like other parts of the world. Folk will know blink an eye at it it'll just be like it's a thing do you know what I mean whereas people feel the need to be outraged by it if you want to be outraged if you want to be outraged about stuff you can be outraged about stuff in life that's the kind of rule as well isn't it if you want to take offence it's easy to take offence with things anything can be offensive do you know what I mean it's just yep. doing it whether you want it let it go or you don't want to let it go and I just think there's certain people especially in this industry who hold onto that offensive line so tight that it's gone from pink to purple now and it's like time to let go it's like time to let go or it'll sort of fall off um, and I just think sometimes it, it, a reality needs to check you know what I mean like, we reality check why bear in mind like these games are, we're playing the new have been made in isolation as well do you know what I mean that's a feat mm -hmm. of fucking ingenuity as well, because I take nothing for granted, because I talk to the guys about how does isolation treaties and stuff, and some teams it's great, indies are loving it, because they work remotely usually, whereas Treble A's are feeling it a wee bit, they're like, oh, 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 it's a bit awkward, do you know what I mean? It's a bit strange, a bit weird. And to be able to bring out a game that size, that volume, that technically, touch wood, works, is a miracle, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What miracles? What miracles happening? It's not even Christmas. <laughs> I think we, we said it at the end of last year, is like, if anything, regardless of anything, like, the video game development community has kept us all sane for the last 18 yes. months mm. yeah like they like they have single-handedly <laughs> they've kept the content coming out they've kept games going and we've been still been able to like it, we were stuck indoors what were we doing we were either streaming watching tiger king or freaking playing video games <laughs> yeah i was gonna say we were playing animal crossing bring back froggy chair oh wait they did yay <laughs> It's it's a beautiful world. Froggy Chair has returned to our world. <laughs> Everybody Waluigi did not make it into Smash. <sighs> the world is healing just slowly. He <laughs> <laughs> made any Smash. There, there will still be scars. There will be. There still be scars. <laughs> yeah, it's like for for every for every high moment, there is a low. There needs there needs to be yang, the yang to the yang in the world. So for every <laughs> static victory we have. We have to balance it. Steve in <laughs> Smash, there is a Waluigi that does not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but ultimately, we have the froggy chair back. <laughs> I don't even get it, but oh, yay. But Animal Crossing was a massive thing for a lot of people, so well yeah. done, Nintendo. Well done for Nintendo for timing the release of a game right at the start of a massive global pandemic. <laughs> 
<laughs> so people, so people can they live. Know. They can live the mundaneness of their own life through a video game. <laughs> I can't go visit my friends, so I'm going to go visit my friend. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and take them lots and lots of eggs at Easter because that's not that's not irritating, is it? Not at all. Here, have a bunch of these apples. I grew a bunch of these apples. You have some apples. <laughs> or, 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 or sitting for weeks going, how the hell did I reach that ledge earlier? It's up a bit. It's like a ladder. A, a ladder would be really good. A rope, maybe. And then it's, you realise, oh shit, I need a blueprint for a ladder. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's like, uh, like oh, how do you farm? Like, oh, you can make wee pens and farm rocks and stuff. We're getting an ammo crossing here. We're going beyond the edge. <laughs> <laughs> We're going through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> Uh, and then we but, bring um, back to EGX as well with the, uh, the four guys. Four guys made an absolute killing. Yeah, four, four guys and their best friends amongst us. Um, they are they are actually best friends with amongst those guys, which is the irony. Ha <laughs> ha! Because everybody's like, oh, there's a, there's a rivalry between them. They're, they're, they're poking each other with sparks because they're obviously oh, sure, cool, yeah. cool kids. But realistically, the two teams really got on each other because they, they find themselves in that storm in a teacup, kind of lightning in a bottle moment where they're like, holy shit, we've got two games that are the hottest games in the world right now. Per well, perhaps we'll, we'll give the duty... Um, Fall Guys because it's the newer title, but then Amongst Us came out two years, sat, nobody gave a monkeys, and then it became the hottest shit for like 10 minutes, you know what I mean? And it's kind of weird because the way they describe it and they talk to each other, the guy was talking about how they talk as a team and stuff to each other, it's like it's a kind of, it's a bond that will last forever, if you know what I mean? I think, I think the two of them forged a real friendship between um, the pandemic and the results, say what's happened. And if that isn't the moral of tonight's story, guys, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only moral that we happen to touch upon uh, thus far. It's me forcing these morals on you. You know what I mean? You gotta learn something. I'm here to teach. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, it's it, like you say. It's like if Fall Guys wasn't such a big hit and wasn't a UK-based, London-based game, do you think it'd be EGX and such a volume it was? No, probably not. That's why. That's no. why it was a godsend for people who ran it because they went, "Wait a minute, this game is the shits, and everybody loves it." And it's still got traction. So why do we not just fire it into the um the, the the mix, you know what I mean? And we can have the biggest stand, we can have all the devs there, we can have a few guys in funky dresses, uh funky outfits dressed up as the beans, and it will make a killing. And to be fair, if you were of that ilk, it was for you. So again, it's just timing, timing everything. The difference between guilty and innocent is timing. <laughs> <laughs> Like the PR guy. That's the real message of this show. <laughs> well, I don't know. Me, 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 and the Virgin Media guy have got a, a, a strange relationship. <laughs> Sorry, I interviewed the guy. Right, last long story. Last year, I did, I did, I did Marvel Avengers with him, and I says I'm at the show for four days. Right, so I will not be doing anything for four days because I'm at the show. The very next day, the very next morning, I woke up and he emailed me saying, "Have you put that interview online yet?" And I'm like, "I'm at the show. I don't have my laptop. I'm not doing any work until I go home." And then, <laughs> how the long, fuck am I supposed to put it up? <laughs> long, yeah, long story, right? I mean, it was a transcribed interview. Long story short, he chased me, chased me, chased me, and the game got delayed for like eight months, right? And that was a really good moment when I went to him and I went, "Hi, how you doing? I'll get this interview up 
hopefully in less than six months, uh, nine months, because obviously Avengers get delayed. And it would have been a bit weird me putting up a interview when the delay was announced without actually mentioning the delay to the developer, wouldn't it? And he went, oh yeah, I didn't really think of that. I went, yeah, I know, because how can you interview somebody after a major event happens to their title without setting them? By the way, guys, how did this happen? Because then people will be reading it and going, you're acting like the game's still coming out in a month. Well, that's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but people people don't think that way, you know what I mean? No. Um, but that's the beauty of it, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's behind, behind the Iron Curtain. The magic. Magic. There is no magic. It's all held together. It's all held together with spit and vinegar. <laughs> this duct tape is duct tape. This party is duct tapes and prayers. <laughs> duct tape and printers. Yep. I'd say frog tape. We're not that uh, expensive. I think you'll find it's held together by the Lord's prayer and spit. <laughs> <laughs> our, our true saviour. Spit. <laughs> and do you think we put a man in the moon? His name was William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> in the cockpit. About two. I bet his autographs went through the roof, and oh. then some. Actually, meeting him—not just meeting Captain Kirk, but meeting Captain Kirk, who's been to space. <laughs> was he the captain of that mission? I kind of hope he was the captain of that mission. There was probably a point where they went, and uh, can you say the phrase, Captain? Ah, uh, it's no him that says make it so number one, but in my mind, it's head cannon. In <laughs> 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 a cannon, head cannon. I mean, th well, that's know, the whole reason why Slash was invented. If you think about mm -hmm. it, like slash slash fan fiction was invented because of Kirk and Spock, and the and the and the, and the throbbing relationship between the two of them. And I've seen them. Oh, the I'm sure. I'm sure it is way older than Kirk and Spock. It is, but it's I'm sure more mainstream because you think about a fandom like that, and it has became really kind of more mainstream and in the focus when Star Trek came out because the whole convention thing. I'll, I'd argue it's probably since the internet. Yeah. I mean, since then, it's, it's harder to... <laughs> I, I'd argue <laughs> earlier. I would argue well earlier. And fanzines, you know what I mean? Fanzines are... Well, obviously, fanzines are a big thing now because there's lots of different gaming fanzines. This is never going to end, boys. This is fucking never going to end. <laughs> but there's a big whole gaming fanzine thing where there's lots of switchings. There's fucking retro FPS fanzines. There's hundreds of it. But... That's in this day and age, whereas back in the day, I think it was probably harder to, unless you looked in the back of the dodgy pages in the, the paper and it's like, do you have a burning desire to see what happened to Spock and Kirk after Star Trek The Voyage Home? <laughs> I've pinned a novel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would argue, like, I, I would argue that that fandom and slash fic has harkens back <laughs> well older to some ancient, uh, like some, some, uh, some writings within like the Renaissance, um, because there is there are some spicy takes ah, about Jean, some some shit. Jean of Arc and Henry V. Well, Napoleon, that's a whole. What's Napoleon being a small man was made out a satirical cartoon, wasn't it? That's fan yep. fiction, wasn't it? So yep, that's fan fiction for you, right there. So yeah, we've it's always been there. Do you know what I mean? Everybody's everybody's had a rule. What is it rule? 42, 32, 62, 72? Uh, 34. It's 34. I'll, 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 I'll just keep yeah. saying numbers. I'll just keep saying numbers <laughs> till we get there. 247. 7,816. <laughs> rule. Uh, 
Rule one million three hundred and forty points <laughs> slash four. I don't know all the internet rules. I just know that I break half of them and other half of them. I, I know don't precisely too. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to break rules, not maintain them. It's not my job to maintain rules. Exactly. Rules are for the the rulish. Not me. I'm not rulish. <laughs> rules are for the ruling class. We are not part of that. So for the straight edgers. I'm yeah. not a straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like it's going into clerk's territory. Can I get a fag? You're a fag. A fag's a cigarette. You're a cigarette. And on that note. Well, gentlemen, it's time to sing this submarine. <laughs> open, the windows, open the windows as we play a sweet, sweet song as we go down. Like me, we'll go down. Clean. If you're playing the bingo game at home, this is this is this is Will getting us to do the wrap up sign. <laughs> yep, I really yep. need to go to pee. I don't need to pee. Why must I go and pee? <laughs> please, buddy, please, I need to go for a piss. <laughs> we gave you a bottle. God damn it, you sir. <laughs> That's why it's a resealable thing. It's just it's just iron brew anyways. You're pissing out what you drank. Just put yeah. it back in the same container. <laughs> We've all seen the rusty brown water. You're not hiding it from anyone. <laughs> yeah, we'll just give it away and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think of the toilet? Do you think of the water? Do you think of the toilet? It keeps dissolving the fixings. <laughs> oh, gamer bathwater. Jesus Christ. Oh, jeez. That was a very weird one. It was just an episode in loneliness for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we've gone too far. <laughs> every night, every night, I, I, I let hundreds of gallons of dirty dishwater go away, which I've washed my dishes in. If anybody wants some, you're not getting any. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot commodity. <laughs> yeah. I take showers so they can't get my bath water. Did <laughs> imagine they cloned me? Oh, 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 oh that'd be dangerous. That's that, that's the thing. Is it? Is it? Yeah. It was, it was the fact is it was a con in the century. It's just a con. It's just snake oil. Snake oil sounds cooler than bathwater. <laughs> we ran <laughs> tests. We ran tests, and it proved there was no DNA in this water. No shit. They just get a bunch of parcel, fucked it in a tub, shook it up, and bottled it. You know what I mean? Oh, but 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 but. Like unless they have the specific person's DNA somewhere, there's no way to tell whose it is. Unless I've got a bucket of water and I drown she in it, that's the only way I'm gonna know. It's the only way to be safe. It's like nooking them for space. You just need to hit them with a bucket. Just bucket them. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay. And on that note, have a jolly good bucketing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you very much for being on the show today, dude. No, no problem. I will go honest. I'm not just filling time because I'm bored at work today. I'm on. Oh, still go. I'll go. It's like, I've still got an hour. Shit. Well, I'm here at least half ten, so. Oh. oh. Where are they? Uh, it makes a difference. Yeah. Okay, like where, so since we're, since Will wants to do the wrap up, I will start doing it. Where can they find you? Where can pl plug yourself? Now's the time. Plug when the sun is high in that year old sky, and once every night when the wind howls white, you can see. Uh, this is really good for being off the cuff. You can see me riding a horse across the moors. Now, um, three wee laddies come together. <laughs> you know, uh, 
You can find me on Twitter under Fury A for A, C for C, and the number three for free. Um, Furious, I was cool once as a kid and I thought it'd be funny, and then I realised it was one too many puns for, for one username, and then I've stuck with it the rest of my life. Um, I write for the Scottish Sun, you can find me online, but only on the Scottish Sun's website, not on the actual Sun's website, because I'm nothing to do with them. Uh, you can find me in print in the Scottish Sun as well, every Friday. Um, we did a EGX roundup, and if you're under the age of 14, or above the age of 5, you can find me writing The Moon, <laughs> which is a kids-orientated gaming section, every Tuesday, and funnily enough, The Moon... <laughs> They're really creative with it. I work for a company that has a paper called The Sun, The Moon and The Earth. Yeah, I know, I know. Top, 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 top shelf uh, concept. Um, what's next? Choking, wasn't it? So what should we call this then? I know, what's next? The, the Mercury. Bear in mind, I tried to pitch a gaming magazine once called Respawn and every high-ranking officer went to me, but what does Respawn mean? Uh, yeah. I'm just telling you, if they if they decided to go with the Mercury, it have to be one. It's all about fish. Oh, he's pulling him right back! He's in there with the pool back to the fish! <laughs> <laughs> he's, winning, he's winning extra points. He's going for the top price. Then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can find me anywhere um, under Furious on the internet, the moon, or, like I say, when the moon is high in the sky. Um, I would have made a McCree joke, but we don't call him McCree anymore. Let's bring Activision. Good okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's high moon somewhere in the world. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, then we'll wrap it here. I'm going to start doing the outros because it's been the coffee night. That's been Lar Team Maker. I have been just in awe this entire time. <laughs> is that actually your name or is that actually what you were because that'd be amazing I, I'm just an R <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's my best pal Dustin Echoes he's just Dustin Echoes he's never here <laughs> I, I don't have a drink named name for the internet unlike the other two so I usually try and find some other type of drink name but in this uh, case I just don't I just don't have one I can't think of one I'm I, I'm rusty bathwater <laughs> <laughs> brings it back thank you very much everybody have a good one bye bye, bye, -bye. <laughs>